It's time for Louisville City FC. It's full time! Louisville wins a second consecutive cup! Right here on ESPN Louisville. Six players in the wall for L.A. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores! Niall McCabe around the wall. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. An absolutely beautiful fall Saturday night in Butchertown in Louisville, Kentucky at Lynn Family Stadium. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is alongside Louisville City hosting the Hartford Athletic tonight in their final regular season game. And Casey, it is a rare occasion where we have a game with absolutely nothing at stake for either team. Louisville City, thanks to a 2-1 win last week against Detroit, has clinched the number one seed in the USL Championship's Eastern Conference, meaning they get a bye next week in the playoffs, and they get home field advantage throughout the Eastern Conference playoffs. And their opponents tonight, Hartford, have been eliminated from playoff competition altogether in 10th place in the conference. What that hopefully means, Casey, is that we have an entertaining game tonight because neither team has anything to lose. It should be a really fun matchup. I think you're going to see a good display of soccer this evening. Lou City's looking to really sharpen up before the playoffs coming up here in the next couple weeks, whereas Hartford's looking to see if they can begin to build on a new style, a new team for next season. Yeah, Hartford under a new head coach, Tab Ramos, who joined the club mid-season in August. Blue City looking forward to the playoffs. They've got a couple of players out of the lineup tonight, including the goalkeeper Kyle Morton. No details on exactly why he is out, but he'll have a couple of weeks to rest up before the playoff debut for Louisville City. Let's take a step back, Casey, to last weekend. Actually, it wasn't last weekend. It was a week and a half ago, to get my memory correct. Last, a week ago Wednesday, Louisville's last game. It was here at home at Lynn Family Stadium. As I mentioned, a 2-1 to win over Detroit City FC. That victory clinched the number one seed for them. And in my opinion, Casey, the second half of that game in particular was some of the best soccer that we've seen Louisville City play all year. And so the boys in purple will look to carry that momentum through to tonight and through two weeks from now into the playoffs. I would agree with that. It was one of the best halves of soccer I think I've seen them play. They were exciting to watch. They were creating chances. They played with such quickness and just joy out there on the field. They looked like they were having so much fun during that game. So I'm excited to see how they're going to build on that tonight. It's looking like the same lineup that we're going to see roughly that we saw that game. So a great opportunity for them to continue to build on that, continue to get that rhythm, that flow, the quick pace of play that they want to play and need to play going into the playoffs. That game, the playoff game for Louisville City, two weeks from tonight, October 29th, is when they will play that affair. We do not yet know exactly who Louisville City's opponents will be because teams at the bottom end of the Eastern Conference playoff bracket are still jostling for position. A live standings update. Louisville City, as we mentioned, in first. But after that, it's a little bit hairy. Memphis and Tampa Bay are one point separate for in second and third place. Those two teams battling it out for that number two seed. And then at the bottom, five, six, and seven, all separated by just one point. That includes Miami, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. They currently sit in the seventh place. 
in the standings. So those three teams, based on their results tonight and throughout this weekend, will be jostling for position for the right to play Louisville City in the second round in the quarterfinals if they can advance from their first round game. We're getting ready for kickoff tonight. Louisville hosting the Hartford Athletic out of Connecticut. Kickoff is set for a little bit past 7.30 here at Lynn Family Stadium. The warm-up period has just ended. The teams are retreating back to the locker rooms for their final pregame adjustments. We will continue to preview it for you and look ahead to the bottom of the hour. Again, it's Louisville City Soccer that you're listening to here on ESPN Louisville. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back. We're getting you set for tonight's game. It is Louisville City hosting the Hartford Athletic in their final regular season contest and therefore their final playoff tune-up. The boys in purple entering the postseason two weeks from tonight. They have earned the bye next week in the playoff round and Hartford has already previously in the season been eliminated. Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield hanging out with you on this Saturday night. And Casey, one thing I want to bring up and talk about for Louisville City is the player who is absolutely in form for them, Wilson Harris. He's the leading goal scorer on the team. He scored 15 times this season in league play for Louisville City. The 22-year-old new signee. This is his first year with the club, and he is ending the season in absolutely scorching form. He has scored in four consecutive games And if Louisville City can keep him hot heading into the playoffs, that makes them a very, very dangerous team. 
He is going to be the player to watch. He, While he's scoring a lot of goals, I still don't think we've seen everything that he is capable of. He's one of those players that lights up when he gets in and around the box. And one thing that I think he's done really well this season is how he's come back to get the ball and really assisted in the build-up play. So I think he's going to be absolutely pivotal moving forward and being that go-to goal scorer that Lou City needs. One of the talking points that may emerge as the game unfolds tonight, Casey, is one of the talking points we had at the very beginning of the season because Louisville City is coming out in a back five with three center backs tonight. We'll get you the full lineups just before kickoff at the bottom of the hour. We suspect toward the end of the game we might see something we thought we'd see at the beginning of the season. That's Wilson Harris and Cameron Lancaster playing alongside each other at the top of the formation. Two superior attacking talents. We just mentioned Harris, his 15 goals. Lancaster now back healthy from injury. He's played twice after returning from a groin injury that kept him out since late May. So he is regaining his full strength. Of course, everybody around Louisville will remember his goal-scoring uh, ability over the years. He scored over 20 goals twice uh, in, in separate seasons for Louisville City. He's the all-time leading goal scorer for Louisville City. In the early part of the season, we thought that might be the plan for Danny Cruz, the head coach for Louisville City, was to get Harris and Lancaster on the field together. The injuries to Lancaster have prevented that from happening, but with Lancaster healthy, Harris in good form, tonight might be a night again with nothing on the line where Danny Cruz can experiment a little bit heading into the playoffs, put that lineup out there towards the end of the game, and see what kind of presence they have on the field together, Lancaster and Harris. Well, yeah, they haven't really been able to play as much together as we had hoped due to Cameron Lancaster's injuries. And even when Cameron Lancaster came back, he's been limited with his minutes. And so they've been trying to ease him into it. They've played a little bit together, but it hasn't been in a critical part of a game or long enough for them to be able to create any rhythm out there. And so I think this would be the perfect evening for us to see a little bit more of Lancaster. While he's not in the starting lineup, I picture him coming in earlier in the second half than what we've seen him previously, just to get him some more minutes, some more touches on the ball. And especially when they play that three-back lineup because that's going to set up perfectly for a two-front instead of a 4-3-3. What other things, not to put you on the spot, Casey, but what other things might Louisville City be trying to work out in this game? Again, nothing on the line for them. A win or a loss or a tie doesn't make any difference. It's just purely academic as they try and add to their club record point total this year. So what else might Danny Cruz try and see from his team? Are there any other experiments that he might be trying to, to see for, look for tonight? Well, I think the biggest one is still trying to hash out that three-back system. They do have the ability to be able to play that. They haven't really had all the players healthy. They've tried it here and there, but never on a consist, consistent basis. And so being able to have those three center backs, it's going to be pivotal because it's going to allow Amadou Dia and Manny Perez to be able to push up the field even more than when they play the four-back. So I see them trying to get more comfortable in this type of formation because it's going to allow them to show teams different looks based on what the other team is going to be able to give them. So this lineup will work out really nicely when they play teams that are a little more pinched inside or have wing forwards and they play the 4-3-3, this is going to work out really nicely. And so I'm excited to see them hash this out, work through the issues they've had, and begin to get a rhythm with their 
possession in this formation. One of the other things to discuss about the back line tonight, this might not apply as much to the playoff run because you'd assume that Kyle Morton will come back healthy for that. We don't know any details on why he's out tonight, but he was listed before the game as out this evening, the goalkeeper for Louisville City. He's replaced by Danny Fontes, who has seen some action this season and was impressive when he did see action uh, replacing Morton due to injury earlier in the year back in June. Well, something to watch tonight's game will be Fondez's relationship with that back line. A new goalkeeper, a new voice behind those defenders for Louisville City. It'll be interesting to see if there's any miscommunication, particularly in the early going tonight, I would think. That's a great point because... Fondes had a big spell of games after Morton had the concussion injury where he was the go-to goalkeeper, and he hasn't. we haven't seen him very much since then, but I was extremely impressed with him when he came on. Can he seamlessly be able to fit in? And it's great that he's being able to get this experience before the playoffs because if there is an injury to Morton during the playoffs or if he's not able to make it back in time before the playoffs, having a goalkeeper who has experience, who has the command of the field, the respect of the players is going to be really critical for them. Danny Fondes has played six times this year, started five games for Louisville City. Most recently coming on July 9th. If you remember, that was a 6-0 win for the boys in purple over the New York Red Bulls too. So Fondes making his sixth appearance tonight. I misspoke just a moment ago. Six appearances for him, including tonight. This will be his fifth start in purple for Louisville City for Danny Fondes. So an opportunity for him to show his stuff once again as Kyle Morton is injured. We're continuing to get you ready for the game tonight. It is about seven and a half minutes away on the game clock here at Lynn Family Stadium. When we return, Casey Whitfield will have her keys to the game. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. This new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable. Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA. And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The iForce Max hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select, no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction. Well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes. When we say you can go anywhere and do anything. Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places. Ellison Bodenhausen Orthopedics has cared for University of Louisville athletes and all of Kentuckiana for more than 50 years. From physical therapy to total joint replacement, Ellison Bodenhausen offers the highest quality orthopedic service. Ellison Bodenhausen guarantees same-day appointments. Whether your little one was injured on the playground or ball field, your significant other got hurt at work, or your elderly parent is suffering from aches and pains, book an appointment at enbortho.com. Proud supporter of UofL Athletics and you. Book your appointment today at enbortho.com. Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job. But you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts. Or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by the time I see you, it's too late. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. 
for all the care along the way. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Just under five minutes to go before kickoff tonight at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City hosting the Hartford Athletic in their final regular season game. The reserves have emerged from the locker room. The referees are walking onto the field, and the starting lineups are soon to follow. Just in time for Casey Whitfield to give us her keys to tonight's game. So tonight, Lou City has to begin to get some attacking momentum going into the playoffs. We have to begin to get into our rhythm and sharpen up our possession in the final third so we we can begin to get some momentum offensively by scoring some goals and creating solid scoring opportunities so we can carry that into the playoffs. Next, focused and tight defensively. We have to make sure that we're staying locked in defensively. We're playing with three center backs, so we have to make sure that we're communicating those runners and maintaining our solid defensive shape throughout and then finally enjoy the moment this is our final regular season game before heading into the playoffs after a record-breaking season so we have to make sure that we're enjoying the moment out there tonight and having fun playing in the best stadium in front of the best fans starting lineups and kickoff are next it's louisville city hosting hartford athletic on espn louisville at ufl health urgent care plus The Plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uoflhealth.org. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. 
Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Moments away at Lynn Family Stadium for tonight's game. Louisville City hosting the Hartford Athletic. And tonight's starting lineups are presented by Craft House Pizza. We'll, we will begin with the homestanding Louisville City FC. A record of 21-6-6. and That's good for 69 points, which is a club record in this, their eighth season. And that has indeed clinched them the number one seed in the USL Eastern Conference. As we mentioned, Danny Fontes gets the start in goal, his first since July 9th. The back line in front of him, Amadou Dia on the left, then three center backs, Josh Winder, Sean Tosh, and Wes Sharpie, and then Manny Perez will play as the right wing back, if you like, tonight. In the midfield, it's the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, along with Tyler Gibson, and then the attacking three, Enoch Mushagalusa on the left, Ray Serrano on the right, and the red hot, Wilson Harris, who has scored in four consecutive games, right down the middle for the boys in purple, who are wearing purple tonight. The traditional all-purple uniforms with white numerals and and trim. Louisville City attacking from left to right in this first half. Their opponents, Hartford, attacking from right to left. Their lineup. It is Yannick Yodel in goal. Ashkenov Apollon on the left. Mudu Jadama and Tulu in the middle. And then Yunus Budadi on the right along the back line. In the midfield, Luca Purpa, the captain, Danny Pereira, and Prince Sadie. And then the attacking players, Joel Johnson, the leading goal scorer, Ariel Martinez, and Juan Carlos Obregon. As we are underway, it's out for a Louisville City throw in the opening seconds on the far side, their left in the attacking half. Louisville City, of course, coached by Danny Cruz. And as we mentioned, Hartford coached by Tab Ramos, the former U.S. Youth Men's National Team head coach. Our referee tonight... Kaitlin Radosov. It's Louisville City with possession. 36 seconds gone by. They're in the attacking half. Josh Winder playing as the left of the three center backs is in the attacking half. He swings it to the inside right. Here's Sean Tosh. Clips the ball over the top down the near sideline. Manny Perez in a full sprint. Chases it down into the corner flag but can't beat a defender for Hartford to the ball. It rolls past the end line and it is out for a goal kick to Hartford Athletic. They will take this goal kick with the estopinal end to and their backs. Already we're seeing the advantage of playing that three back and how those outside backs are able to sit, get involved and sit so much higher up the field. Amadou Dia and Manny Perez are so good offensively that this formation allows them to utilize those skills. A beautiful fall evening, 63 degrees, fair conditions, no chance of precipitation. Here comes Louisville City after the goal kick. It's Mushigalusa charging forward with the ball at his feet into the penalty area. And Tulu, the center back there first to slide in front and play it out. It is past the far sideline. It's a throw to Lou City in their attacking half on their left. Just a few yards shy of the corner flag. It'll be Ray Serrano to take this throw. 
No, great. it is. I'm sorry. It's a corner. It's a kick. corner. Yes, so it's, it's a Wi-Fi it's, corner. Go ahead, Casey. It's a great run from Mushigalusa to sit at this early set piece. Something that Lou said he needs to sharpen up before going into the playoffs are their set pieces. They need to do better with capitalizing on them, and this is a great opportunity early on. Scored from a corner last week through Josh Winder. Here comes the Wi-Fi corner kick off the right foot of Ray Serrano, cleared away by Tulu, high into the air, headed back into the box by Paolo Del Piccolo, but no one chasing the ball in purple. And Yodel, the goalkeeper, will come off of his line to play it. He sends it long from a punt. It's into the defensive end for Louisville City, where it's met by Tyler Gibson. He heads it forward, picked up in the midfield by Danny Barrera for Hartford. Here they come in the attack down the near sideline. That is a pollen playing it down the near sideline towards. That is Johnson, and Johnson beaten to the ball by Manny Perez. Manny Perez plays it toward midfield, and Ariel Martinez is there to bring it down for Hartford. He plays it over to Danny Barrera. Barrera trying to dribble forward into a crowd of purple shirts as it taken off of his feet. It's knocked away. Back to Amadou Dia. He plays a long ball forward. Wilson Harris gives chase, but he is beaten to the ball by Modu Jadama. Jadama back to the goalkeeper, Yodel. Yodel, a driven ball on the ground into the center circle from his own penalty area towards Obregon, but Obregon can't get there, and Louisville City takes over in possession. It's on the back line now with Wes Sharpie. One thing you're going to see Hartford look to do when they turn Loose City over in possession is transition quickly. Because of this formation, Loose City is going to commit a lot of bodies forward, and so Hartford's going to look to exploit that when they're able to catch them in transition. Loose City in the attack. Mushigulusa on the left side of the penalty area. Swings across and headed toward goal by Harris, and a comfortable save in the end for the Hartford goalkeeper. Harris was unmarked towards the left side of the box. The ball came in off the right foot of Mushigalusa. He flicked his header toward goal. Couldn't get a ton of power on it and a comfortable save in the end. It was a good look, but Harris was pinched a little bit too far close to that near post, so it was going to have to take a really spectacular effort to get it on frame, but it's a good buildup. Three minutes, 45 seconds gone by. Hartford quickly into the attack. Danny Barrera in the midfield just outside of the box. Plays the ball into the air to the near sideline. Johnson on the left side of the box in the penalty area. Defended by Manny Perez. Johnson plays the ball with his left foot. It goes into the side netting out of play, but it took a deflection. Says the referee. It will be a corner kick for Hartford here on the near side. Their left. Last touch by Manny Perez of Louisville City. And good defense there from Manny Perez to keep Johnson out there. Pushed out wide, forcing a very difficult shot from Johnson. In. This is going to be a great test for Lou City and their defensive structure here. An excellent opportunity also for Hartford to get a look on goal. Joel Johnson will take it. He is a 29-year-old from Spain, has scored four times this season, has six career goals, played the last six years with the Charlotte Independents. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot from the near side, the Hartford left. Here it comes toward the near post, chested down by Ray Serrano, then cleared just from the edge of the six-yard box by Tyler Gibson with his left foot. That clearance goes all the way past midfield toward the near sideline where Luca Purpa will pick it up for Hartford. He plays it back to the goalkeeper, Yodel. Yodel in the midfield, about 50 yards out of his box. Under pressure from Harris, he plays it long in the air to the near sideline. Danny Barrera in the attacking half. This is Hartford on the ball. Barrera, the captain, dribbling infield to Johnson. Now Apollon. Apollon trying to get around Manny Perez to the end line. Manny Perez, a sliding challenge, and it's behind for a corner kick to Hartford here. Manny Perez once again goes to the ground, and he once again gets the challenge right. And you and I were talking last match about how Manny Perez should have been the man of the match, and he's coming in again and having a great performance. I was about to say, wow, what an incredible touch there from Paulin. He took a great touch inside, but Manny Perez made an even more spectacular defensive effort there to slide in and win that ball and not foul. A lanky six feet tall is Manny Perez, and he uses every inch of that frame. 
when he slides in for a challenge. Corner whipped in, headed away, back to Johnson. It's to Martinez on the left side of the penalty area, just outside of it, defended by Tyler Gibson. Hartford in possession, looking to score the opening goal. Martinez still on the ball. Across the top of the box, Prince Sadie. Now to the far sideline, Tulu, and a shot was deflected toward Danny Fondes. He had a dive to his left to punch it wide of his post. It's out for another corner kick, this time from the far side, the Hartford right. It was a cross that was driven in, deflected toward Danny Fondes' goal. He had to react quickly. In really great reaction from Danny Fondes. Josh Winder there was on the ball, and he tries to kick the shot away, but what he does is he actually has a really good shot on goal, and Danny Fondes was aware, focused, locked in, and that's exactly what you want from your keeper. A great instinct save. This corner from the far side will be taken on the ground by Danny Barrera into Johnson. Now to the middle, Ariel Martinez, and he got it all wrong. Miss hit his pass. It goes right to the feet of Ray Serrano. He charges forward on the dribble. Through to Mushagalusa into the attacking half. Lucidi trying to counter. On the left, Mushagalusa. Early ball through on the ground toward Wilson Harris. Knocked away by Hartford. Serrano in, trying to keep it alive for Lucidi. He can't get it, and it's cleared away by Hartford past midfield. Tosh wins the ball in the air for Lucidi. They retain possession. Here comes Manny Perez. Across midfield into the attacking half, and Lucy will have the ball in their attacking half for a moment. Well, and really, I think it was a poor decision from Mushigalusa. Amadou Dia was on a full sprint and was the easier pass and the smarter pass in that situation. If you release Dia, then Dia can find... Uh, Wilson Harris in the middle. Here's Mushigalusa on the left, trying to get around Tulu, just tried to nutmeg it, Megum, but Tulu got there first and cleared it away. The clearance is won by Josh Winder, playing as a left center back. Here he's charging forward, almost like a midfielder. Into Harris, in the penalty area, on his right foot, drifting out of the box, takes the shot, it's deflected, low driven on the ground, and a save for Uttle. I don't mind that look from Wilson Harris. He does well to create that pocket of space and has a really quick shot there, hoping to help to catch Uttle out of position, but I like the look. I like that they're looking to shoot the ball and trying to create opportunities. Yannick Odell in goal has had a couple of saves tonight for Hartford. It is now a pollen on the left side for Hartford as they try and work out of the back. Forward down the near sideline. The left for them towards Johnson battling with Tosh. Johnson wins the ball back to a pollen into the midfield. Luca Purpa now further forward in the midfield near the center circle. Barrera. Barrera. High ball in the air to the far sideline. Coming forward is Prince Sadie. Sadie dribbling into the midfield. Cuts it onto his left foot. Has a swing and a hit. It's blocked on its way through. The loose ball picked up in the midfield by Luca Purpa. Purpa to Barrera. Back to Purpa. Flicked on by Martinez and then cleared away by Sean Tosh, that clearance past midfield. It'll be picked up along the Hartford back line by Tulu. One thing that Lou City is doing really well is when Hartford's trying to transition quickly, they're dropping a lot of bodies back, and they're doing a really good job getting set in their defensive shape, which is making it difficult for Hartford to be able to get that counterattack, be able to get a numbers-up situation. Eight and a half minutes gone by, looking for our first goal between Louisville City and Hartford in this final regular season game before the playoffs begin next week and before they begin in two weeks for Louisville City FC. Hartford in possession. Martinez in the midfield to the far sideline. Sadie dribbling in toward the box, defended by Josh Winder. Still Sadie. Winder sticks out a leg, knocks it away. It's cleaned up by Amadou Dia. Palo Del Piccolo. Dia back to Winder. Winder a loose touch. Martinez had a touch, but it's back to Winder now as Lucidi tries to work out of the back under pressure. Del Piccolo forward on the ground to Wilson Harris, who's dropped back. Harris dribbling toward midfield. He's taken down. It's a foul and a free kick here to Louisville City. The foul committed by Yunus Budati. It'll be a fifth third free kick to the boys in purple. They take it quickly on the ground to Amadou Dia in the attack. Through to Mushagalusa. Left side of the penalty area. Dribbling into the box. Here's Mushagalusa still with it. Onto his right foot. Goes for goal. It's blocked on its way through by Tulu. And that block falls to the feet of Barrera. He'll play it upfield. 
It's a good touch in from Mushigalusa. A nice shot. It's a little bit crowded there, but I don't think there was enough bodies in the box for him to be able to send in a cross. Foul in the midfield as Hartford was trying to work it up. It goes against West Sharpie of Louisville City. It's a free kick here to the visitors to Lynn Family Stadium tonight. It'll come about 10 yards shy of midfield, just outside of the center circle. They take it on the ground. Barrero to Martinez. Now back to Tulu, who has plenty of time and space along the back line. Across the back line, Jadama, the left center back. Jadama picks up his head, plays the ball near down the near sideline toward Johnson, headed away by Tosh. Manny Perez trying to keep it in play. He can't do it. It's a throw to Hartford on the near sideline, eight yards, ten yards past midfield. A little shaky there from Manny Perez. It was a difficult settle for him. Not really expecting to be able to keep it in, but I like that they're looking to try to play quickly. The speed of play is very high for Lucidi. Odell playing dangerously at the back. He had Mushagalusa in his face as he drifted out of the penalty area, played it long, got the pass off. But the recipient of the pass, Ariel Martinez, was offside at the other end of the play. So the flag goes up against him. It gives a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City with ten and a half minutes gone by. We still have no goals to speak of. A very good call there from the referee. Martinez starts in an offside position. When the ball's played, he is in the offside position, but it looks like he's onside when he collects it. So very good positioning there from the assistant referee. Fifth-third free kick taken by Sharpie to his center back mate, Sean Tosh, who dribbles forward around some pressure from Martinez into the attacking half. Plays it down the near sideline. Manny Perez giving chase, but Apollon beats him to it and sees the ball out for a throw to Hartford. This throw will come near the corner flag and the defensive end for Hartford. Lucidi pressing numbers forward to keep the ball down here. It is played long in the air toward Obregon. Obregon chests it down, plays it in the middle to Danny Barrera as they try and switch fields. Barrera, good ball to the far side. Here's Sadie dribbling into the attacking half for Hartford. On the right, into the middle now. Takes a shot from a good 30 yards away and a bouncing ball bounces into the chest of Danny Fondez who falls on it. These first 12 minutes have been very exciting to watch. It's a really fast-paced game. Both teams look to get forward quickly. It makes me wonder, can these teams sustain this pace for the full 90 minutes, or is it game going to slow down a little bit and the team settle in, and is that when we're going to have to see a little more possession from Lucidi? Yeah, we talked about it in pregame as Lucidi tries to build out, build out of the back here, Casey. Neither team has anything to play for. Hartford is playing for next season, trying to develop their team. Lucidi trying to rest, rest their players, keep them fresh, keep them in form, keep them in rhythm ahead of a bye week next week and the playoffs. So we thought, maybe, I thought anyway, that we might see an entertaining game, because what's to lose. Why would you sit back and defend when you can go forward and have a fun entertaining style? And so far we've gotten that for both teams, I think. Well, especially because there's no pressure. So many times there's so much pressure to get the points, get the win, get this, get that. There's no pressure in this game, so it's just going to be a fun easygoing type game. Ball sent out by Odell, the goalkeeper. It's a Louisville City throw. They take it along their back line. Here's Sean Tosh. All the way back to Danny Fondes, who's out of his box. He plays it across the top of the D to West Sharpie, the center of the three center backs. It's Winder on the left and Tosh on the right. Now back to Fondes. Under some pressure now. He plays it long down the near sideline. Manny Perez playing well forward. Headed away in front of him by Jadama. Flicked on by Luca Purpa. And Purpa tripped up and fouled at the midfield stripe by Paolo Del Piccolo. And this will be a free kick to Hartford. Once again at midfield on the inside left for them. One thing that I think is really impressive is the work of Paulo Del Piccolo and Tyler Gibson there in the middle. Yes, you have Ray Serrano coming in and out, Mushigalusa coming in and out, but those two hold down the middle, and it speaks to the level of play that those players are because with this formation, there are less players in the middle of the field. Those two do so well that you hardly ever recognize that there might only be two in the middle of the field at times. 
Walid Yukubu, better known as Tulu, gives the ball away here to Louisville City. But then Josh Winder trying to play it long toward Musha Galuso over hits the pass, and it's into the chest of the goalkeeper, Odell. He plays it with his feet to Apollon, the left back for Hartford, and another wonderful sliding challenge for Manny Perez. He sends it out for a throw to Hartford. Every time Manny Perez goes down for a sliding tackle, he gets it exactly right. Well, I just can't understand how, how well he times it, because that's not easy to do, to be able to time the challenge so perfectly to where you get the ball each time and you don't foul the player. It's a true talent of his. I mean, really, truly, he has been a superb find for Danny Cruz and company to bring him into this team in the offseason. A foul goes against Louisville City after the throw is taken by Hartford, so it is a Hartford free kick on their defensive half, about 10 yards infield from the near sideline, maybe 20 yards from the midfield stripe. They'll play it on the ground. Jadama back to the goalkeeper, Odell. Odell plays it long under pressure from Wilson Harris. He tries to play a diagonal to the right side. A loose touch from Winder gives it to Prince Sadie. Sadie, a touch behind Winder. Here's Sadie dribbling into the box. On the overlap on the far side, Budati. A sliding challenge from Josh Winder, though. We'll see the ball behind. It's a corner kick here to Hartford Athletic. 14 minutes and 40 seconds gone by. No goals. And a very uncharacteristic touch there from Josh Winder to turn the ball over. But I like how he immediately recovers, works back to get the ball. Although he does concede a corner kick, it's a great recovery run run from Winder. This corner kick for Hartford, it will be their fifth of the night already. 15 minutes in, almost exactly. It'll be Danny Barrera from the far side, an in-swinger off of his left foot. He raises his arm in the air. Here's his approach. Here's the corner kick. It's in toward the near post, headed away by Tyler Gibson. Still loose in the boxes. Martinez had a touch. Wilson Harris might have collected it with his hand. Hartford calling for a handball. The referee, though, was right on top of it, didn't call it. A ball through from uh, Harris toward Mushagalusa. Well defended there by Tulu, but Harris sticks with it, wins the ball. Through to Ray Serrano. They've got numbers here. Ray Serrano, top of the D. Right side, Mushagalusa has a shooting chance. And it's saved by Odell behind for a Vi-Fi corner kick. It was driven right into the chest of the goalkeeper. He stood tall and pushed it aside. The Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City will come from the near side. They're right. Going back to that potential handball, the ref definitely had the better angle of it. But from my angle, it did look like a handball in my opinion. The ref is saying that it hit his shoulder and hit the sleeve. And so in that case, it's not going to be a handball. But from the looks of it, it definitely was a close one. And I can understand why the coaches are a little outraged right here's now. The, here's the Wi-Fi corner kick. Sorry, Casey. It's hit by Paolo Del Piccolo to the back post. Punched away by the goalkeeper. And that punch goes behind. It'll be another Wi-Fi corner from the far side. The Louisville City left this time. Good service in from Paolo Del Piccolo. Hugging it close to the keeper. Forcing him to have to come out and make the save. Lou City has to make sure they're getting bodies in and continuing to challenge these set pieces, especially when you have such talented players inside the box with very good ability to head the ball. This will be an in-swinger off the right foot of Ray Serrano. So when the corners come from Louisville City left, it looks like it's going to be Serrano to take them. And from the right, it'll be Paolo Del Piccolo to take them. The referee in the penalty area, sorting out some pushing and shoving. He's got Budati and Josh Winder giving them both a warning here. Now he comes away, blows his whistle. Here comes the Vi-Fi corner. Serrano stands over it, raises his arm. Here it comes. High into the air, into the six-yard box, and caught by Odell inside the six-yard box. Odell immediately rolls it forward into action. Prince Sadie dribbling down the near sideline, tried to play it past Manny Perez, and once again Perez sticks out a toe to win the ball. Into Palo Del Piccolo, back to Perez on the end line. Here's his cross over the head of Mushigalusa. Serrano is there, couldn't get a touch to put it on goal, and it's behind. It's a goal kick last 
last touch by Serrano. And the goal kick to Hartford here. Once again, though, Manny Perez wins the ball and generates that opportunity for his team. He has just been so fun to watch. And I like the give-and-go combination play there between him and Paulo Del Piccolo. Paulo leads him nicely for that service in. And Ray Serrano tries to get on the end of it, just doesn't. I don't know if he expects the ball to be able to make it in, it seemed like, because the ball was almost out of bounds. But it was a good look. Manny Perez is on fire again tonight, it seems. Louisville City has had the better of it so far. They forced two saves from Yannick Odell in goal for Hartford. Hartford is forced to save out of Danny Fondez already once as well. It's been a pretty even game, to be fair. Ball over the top from Hartford bounces into the gloves of Fondez, and he'll roll it forward to Josh Winder. City builds from the back here. 18 minutes gone by, looking for the opening goal tonight before a really nice crowd on a chilly October evening. A beautiful fall evening, it should be said. And on a night where there's no Louisville football, Looks like a number of Louisville sports fans have come out to Lynn Family Stadium tonight. I think it's really a pretty decent crowd considering this game, again, has no stakes. Lucidity has already clinched number one in the East. Dragging it all the way across the field from right to left is Manny Perez. He drove all the way through the center circle. Dropped it off on the far side to Josh Winder as Lucidity builds here once again. Across the center circle from Sharpie, here's Tosh. Tosh a long diagonal from right to left. High into the air to the far sideline looking for Amadou Dia, but it's well over his head and into the second row of the seats on the far side. It'll be a throw here to Hartford in their defensive half on the far side, their right. One thing I love to watch is how fluid the shape is for Lucidity. There, Manny Perez made a diagonal run all the way across the field, leaving that side wide open. And so as the ball's going back, you see Ray Serrano, who's playing higher up the field, often on the opposite side of the field, drop into where Manny Perez is to solidify that back line. Every player on that team is dedicated to the defensive structure, to making sure that they are filling their role or helping their teammate fill the role, and it's really fun to watch how selfless this game is. Yannick Odell, the goalkeeper, for the second time tonight, tries to play it into the air to the near sideline, and he overhits the pass once again. It was Joel Johnson who was the intended target. It's over his head and out for a Louisville City throw just between the benches on the near side. Near the midfield stripe, they throw it backward and play it along the back line. Here's the right center back of the three, Sean Tosh, forward to Mushagalusa, who's shown up on the right now instead of the left. He collects it, does really well, dribbles in field toward the top of the box. Ray Serrano in the D. He's got an open runner to the left. It's Amadou Dia. Here it comes. A right-footed effort is just over the bar. Amadou Dia had to check back with his less favored right foot, but he was not far away. That shot just a couple of yards over the bar, and it's behind for a goal kick to Hartford. Really great unselfish play there at the top of the box. Mushagalusa five. Finding Ray Serrano. Ray Serrano recognizing that the defense had collapsed in on him, which opened up Amadou Dia there on the left side. He waits the pass beautifully to Dia, and Dia makes great contact with the ball. Might have been leaning back a little bit too much, but overall it was a solid look on goal. 20 and a half minutes gone by. Lucidi knocking on the door for the opening goal tonight, but Hartford 2 has had their chances. Goal kick one in midfield by Amadou Dia. Dribbles forward for Louisville City into the attacking half into two Hartford players, and he loses out in possession. Failed to mention, by the way, the Hartford wearing teal tonight as their top with white shorts and white socks. And a loose pass from Apollon, the left back for Hartford, will give it to Louisville City with Danny Fondes. Just tried to play it forward from left to right. But the runner on the far sideline, Prince Sadie, had not made that exact run. And it's an easy task for Fondes to come forward and play with his feet. Here comes Lucidi into the attack. It's in the midfield. Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain, turns to his left, plays it there. Amadou Dia outside of the box. Here's his cross over the head of Wilson Harris, headed away by Jadama of Hartford. It's out of the box now with Hartford as they try and clear it upfield. Danny Barrera 
Forward to the near sideline, past midfield. Juan Carlos Obregon Jr. He's dribbling infield now, all alone in the attacking half. Manny Perez defending. Now Ray Serrano dropping back. Nine of the 11 players behind the ball right now for Louisville City. It's Ariel Martinez. He turns in the midfield, plays it down the far side, the right. Prince Sadie giving chase, but it's too far out in front. It's behind, and a goal kick here to Louisville City with nearly 22 minutes gone by, 21.45 to be exact on the clock, and still no goals to speak of. A lot of credit needs to be given to the Hartford back line. Louisville City is creating chance after chance, but the Hartford back line is staying strong, especially on those services. They're doing very well keeping track of the runners and being aware of the runners so they're able to advert any danger and that's allowing them to counter quickly. The only issue is when they counter quickly, Lucidi's dropping back even quicker which is completely halting their counter attack and it's really good defense from Lucidi. Elsewhere in the Eastern Conference as Danny Fondes takes that goal kick, it's toward midfield, headed back his way by Hartford. We'll get to the scores in a minute because Prince Sadie is trying to make a challenge against Josh Winder. He commits a foul, so it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City just outside of their defensive penalty area. Elsewhere in the Eastern Conference, one other game in action right now. Two other games in action, in fact, at the moment. It is Pittsburgh and Oakland tied at one. That game kicked off about 30 minutes before our game. And then kicking off at roughly the same time, it's Tampa Bay and the New York Red Bulls two tied at zero. Tampa neck and neck with Memphis in a battle for the number two position in the Eastern Conference standings. And Pittsburgh also jockeying for position, hopefully trying to leapfrog a team into fifth place in the Eastern Conference standings. Lucidi in possession, 23 minutes gone. It's an inside ball from... Sean Tosh, high in the air to the far sideline to Amadou Dia. He plays it backward to Josh Winder, back into the Louisville half. Sharpie, the middle of the three center backs, to the right of the three center backs. Tosh on the ground to the inside left. Tyler Gibson at midfield. Further forward on the left, Amadou Dia. Ball on the ground to just outside of the penalty area, giving chases. Mushigalusa, he gets there. Mushigalusa holding up, turns onto his left foot, dribbling in toward the box. Into the penalty area now. Goes down under a challenge. Certainly no foul. Loose ball picked up by Amadou Dia. Right foot across, deflected through. Harris flicks on his header, and it bounces just wide of the back post inches away for Wilson Harris it took a little bit of a deflection on its way through but Harris got on the end of it tried to flick it on backward off the back of his head and was just barely off target it's a goal kick to Hartford and we've seen him be successful on that type of play numerous times this season just doesn't get enough on it but I love the movement of Wilson Harris inside the box he does so good pulling away from the the six yard box and then making that sharp run when he recognizes his player is about to send the ball in Hartford goal kick sent long, headed away by Sean Tosh of Louisville City. Near midfield, it's out for a Hartford throw on the near side, their left. Apollon will take it in their defensive half by just a few yards, just to the midfield stripe. Jadama now along the back line, the left of the two center backs. He picks up his head, plays a long ball right down the middle, and the flag now goes up against Prince Sadie, who had tried to make a little inside-out run, trying to hold his run to the ball was played, but he was in an offside position. So it's a fifth-third free kick to Lou City just in the middle of the field, right down the middle in their defensive half, about 20 yards outside of the box. It was a nice movement by Sadie. As you said, he tries to curl his run in ever so much, so he's onside when the ball is played. He just didn't time it properly, because as he's making that run in. Lou City back line took a step forward so when that ball was played he was offsides. 
Fifth third free kick taken on the ground by Louisville City. 25 minutes into this game. Still no goals. Danny Fontes plays it long. Just from the top of his D. Down the middle. Harris giving chase. Tulu there first. Clears it away. And then a secondary clearance under pressure comes from Budati. He's forced just to play it into the stands. It's a Louisville City throw on the far side there. Left in the attacking half. It's in from Dia. Into the midfield to Tyler Gibson. Spins toward the left. Plays it there to Ray Serrano. Dribbling in toward the box. Now infield. Serrano 30 yards from goal. Top of the D. Mushagalusa tried to flick it back on the first time touch to Wilson Harris but it was a heavy touch off the foot of Mushagalusa. Gives the ball to Hartford. Obregon coming forward and Obregon fouled from behind. A sliding challenge by Sean Tosh and an illegal one in the eyes of the referee. Gives a free kick to Hartford here in their defensive half about eight yards shy of midfield just to the right of the center circle. One thing that's interesting is when Hartford picks up the ball they are not looking to possess it through their back line whatsoever or build through the middle of the field at all. They're looking to find a quick release pass to one of their front three players and then just pushing up as quickly as they can and I think that's due to the pressure of Loose City. They don't know how to handle that high press defense. The free kick sent long by Hartford. It's one on the end by Chantel. She plays it backward into the box to West Sharpie. He's under intense pressure from Obergon. Tries to clear it upfield. Obergon blocks it, but it goes behind. It's a goal kick here to Louisville City. Louisville City, as we've mentioned, in first place with 21 wins. Hartford, 10-17-6 on their season. That's good for 36 points. Entering play tonight, that's in 10th place in the Eastern Conference. They have the third worst goal differential in all of the USL Championship at minus 36. So this is a team that has struggled mightily. Again, they made a coaching change midseason, bringing in Tab Ramos in August. The goal kick taken by Louisville City on the ground. Out of the back, it's Wes Sharpie playing it long down the far sideline. Here comes the teenager, Winder, making a bombing run forward down the far sideline. But he sticks out a leg and clips Budati, the right back for Hartford. Budati goes down. It's a foul against Winder and a free kick to Hartford. The fans here at Lynn Family Stadium booing. They didn't like that call, but it is a free kick to the visitors. You were speaking about how Hartford probably hasn't had the best season or has allowed a lot of goals. One of the disadvantages of being the top seed, the top team in the Eastern Conference, is you're always going to get every team's best game. And it looks like that's what Hartford's trying to put out tonight. This is, I believe it's their last game of the season. And so it's their last opportunity to put forth a solid performance. And what better opportunity than to beat the number one team? So they're definitely going to be on tonight. And you're seeing that in their performance this evening. They certainly are a much more confident team. Hartford Athletic. We'll get to that in a moment. Here comes Louisville City in the attack. It's Racer on the inside right top of the box. Clips it to the back post. Here's Wilson Harris. A wide open header, but he got under it. It's over the bar and behind for a goal kick to Hartford. Harris was wide open inside the penalty area on the left, just outside of the six-yard box. It was a good ball delivered to him at a pretty good-looking height from Ray Serrano, but just mistimed his header, got under it, and lifted it over the bar. Huge missed opportunity there from Wilson Harris. It was a perfectly placed ball from Ray Serrano. He chips it right into the path of Wilson Harris, and Wilson Harris, instead of getting his head down over top of the ball, he's looking up and watching the ball go into the back of the net, but instead he just skies it over. He has to make sure that he's keeping the fundamentals in check, and He's getting down over top of the ball. A huge missed opportunity. Tab Ramos was hired on August 22nd to lead Hartford Athletic. And since he was hired, they've won five of nine games. So he has turned this team around quite a bit. Maybe that explains why they're playing so confidently here on the road against the number one team in the Eastern Conference. It's all the way back to their goalkeeper, Hartford's goalkeeper, that is, Odell. 
Odal to Tulu outside of the box. Lou City pressing forward. They win the ball. Tyler Gibson in the midfield. Back to Paolo Del Piccolo. Top of the box, Musha Galusa brings it down with his right knee. Drifting away from the goal. Now dribbling toward the right. Plays it on the ground to the right. Manny Perez just in on the near sideline. Still in the attacking half. The attack's still on. Dribbling infield. Drops it off to Mushigalusa. Right-footed cross into the box. Headed high into the air by Jadama. Coming forward, Del Piccolo. He has a header, but it's an illegal one from him as he went over the back of the defender there. I believe Barrera, who had the position on Del Piccolo, so it's a free kick to Hartford. They take it immediately at the top of their penalty area. Ario Martinez charging forward at the center circle, still in the Hartford half. He slows down, though. Plays it back to Purpa. Now the far side, Budati. Forward to Sadie. Back to Budati in the Hartford half still. Budati dribbling in field toward the center circle. A ball hind there to the near sideline. Apollon. Apollon under pressure from Manny Perez. Manny Perez once again times a challenge really well and it's out for a Hartford throw. Last touch by Perez. Danny Cruz who had a perfect position two feet away from that play is arguing vehemently that this should be a Louisville City throw but the center referee who was behind the play about 30 yards away as well disagrees and has given a throw here to Hartford just at midfield on the near side there left in front of the Louisville City bench. Yeah I think a little bit of a miss call there on Apollon. I think that ball was out of bounds off of him and should have been a loose city throw. And then on the throw and he lifts his foot. So again, another missed throw. Ball forward from the goalkeeper, Odell. From the top of the D to the right side, Sadie, though, offside once again as the flag goes up. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in their defensive half. On the far side, their left, about five yards infield from the far sideline, maybe 15 yards from midfield. Thirty and a half minutes gone. They take that fifth-third free kick. Lou City looking to open the scoring. Wilson Harris on the left side, dribbling in toward the penalty area on the end line. Cuts it into his right foot. Drops it off to Dia. Dia's cross is deflected by Harris on its way, fr- on its way through. Just unfortunate for Louisville City. And Joel Johnson comes away with that loose ball. He dribbles forward toward the center circle. Obregon in the center circle dropping back to hold it up and he gives it away. A loose pass intercepted by Josh Winder and Lucity takes over once again. Very unfortunate that it deflected off of Wilson Harris but Lucity just has to be a little bit sharper when they get into that final third. They're doing well in the build-up play. They're doing well defensively to turn the ball over. Now it just comes to cleaning it up as they get into that final third. Foul against Hartford as Josh Winder was trying to dribble in from the far sideline. A fifth third free kick to Lou City. They take it quickly. Here's Ray Serrano dribbling in field. Serrano into the box. Palado Piccolo. He's on curl. His shot saved by Odell and then cleared behind by Joel Johnson. High into the Estopinal end seats, or rather the standing section of the Estopinal end. It'll be out for a Vi-Fi corner kick to Louisville City on the far side. Their left. Palo Del Piccolo the chance there. I love how quickly Lou City is playing. A great through ball from Ray Serrano to find Palo Del Piccolo there. Del Piccolo does really well to take that shot low and driven and a great reaction save. But Lou City is playing so quickly that it's making it extremely difficult for Hartford to be able to defend them. Wi-Fi corner kick from the far side. The Louisville City left. Here it comes off the right foot of Ray Serrano headed high into the air in the box. It's top of the box. Manny Perez now. Right side of the box. Sean Tosh on his left foot. Clips a ball into the back post. Winder up for the header. Knocked away by a Hartford player and a foul against Winder. Casey Whitfield to my right waving her finger in the air. You disagree with that call. Completely disagree with that call. I think Winder comes in cleanly and the Hartford players run into each other. One of them just loses their footing and the other one I think is the reason the other player lost their footing. Winder did nothing there. I think he came in cleanly. It was a great challenge and a poor call from the referee. It does give a free kick in the end to Hartford and their goalkeeper Yannick Odell. A German-born player from Munich making his 19th start of the season tonight in goal for Hartford Athletic. Coming through the middle is Jadama, the center back. 
He plays a clipped ball down the far sideline. Sadie's on it in the attacking half. He's onside. He continues forward. Sadie, top of the box, defended by Winder on his right foot. Sadie, cross comes through. It's deflected over and behind. It'll be a corner kick to Hartford. It might have been Danny Fondes who got a paw on it, but there was also a player in a purple jersey, a defender for Louisville City there as well inside the six-yard box. In any event, whoever touched it, whether it was the goalkeeper or the defender, it will be a corner kick here to Hartford on the far side there right. I believe it was Wes Sharpie who actually ended up getting the touch by the movement of the ball and the way it went out. That's where I think Sharpie and Fondez need to communicate a little bit better. Fondez, if he's going for it, he has to call it off. But in the end, both players were there to make the save and the ball did not end up in the back of the net. 11 and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half. No goals so far. Here comes the corner. It's headed toward goal. Tipped up by Fondez. Hooked away by Harris. A collision in the box. Del Piccolo goes down clutching his face. Jadama goes down as well, and it's a foul, and the referee immediately went to the pocket and now calls on the training staff because Del Piccolo had something hit him in the face. Helter Skelter stuff inside the six-yard box. It was a good ball swung in by, uh, by Hartford. Fondez had a touch, couldn't get it over the bar. Harris just in front of goal on the goal line, tried to hook it over his head. Then the collision, and now a foul and a World of Beer yellow card has been shown to Tulu of Hartford. So Tulu fouls Del Piccolo, and it's a yellow card to Tulu. And this will give a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive penalty area. And so much was happening in that six-yard box. It was hard to even see which player was which. But the Hartford player in the six-yard box was completely wide open on that header. He completely missed it. It was a poor header. Fondez does well to get something on it. And what a defensive effort, though, from Wilson Harris to have a bicycle kick off of the goal line to save the ball. And then Tulu didn't argue at all about the yellow card, didn't make any sort of statement about it. Paulo Del Piccolo seems to be okay. He's in and playing. I'm actually surprised that the ref did not make him come off the field and come back on since the training staff was called on. Yeah, the, the referee did turn immediately and waved on the training staff, but it almost looked like Del Piccolo told him, no, I'm good. Don't worry about it. He does remain in the game. The fifth-third free kick sent long by Danny Fondez. Here comes Lucid in the attack. Left side of the box, just outside of it, Wilson Harris on the end line. Into the box now. And a challenge there from Danny Barrera knocks it away. Picked up by Amadou Dia. Into the box, Mushagalusa turns, fires, it's blocked just at the penalty spot. And then cleared away finally by Apollon. And the secondary clearance from Ariel Martinez sends it out of play. It's caught by Danny Cruz, the head coach for Louisville City. He immediately tosses it to West Sharpie, trying to get his team back into the attack quickly. But Sharpie slows down, drops the ball to Sean Tosh to take this throw. Tosh's throw about 20 yards into the attacking half on the near sideline. Lucidi right just in front of the bench. And I think one of the problems for Lucidi right now is they're taking too many touches in the final third. There, Wilson Harris on the cross. He takes a touch, and that touch allows the Hartford defender to come back in. If he hits that ball one time, he might have a better look at getting the ball in. Mushigalusa takes too many touches there and allows the defense to collapse on him. Mushigalusa in the box, on the right side. Back heel to Manny Perez. Perez still with the ball at his feet. Leaves it for Mushigalusa trying to dribble toward his left. Knocked away by Luca Purpa of Hartford picked up on the near side by Sean Tosh into the center circle. Now West Sharpie, now Josh Winder in the center circle. Winder picks up his head. A ball in the air to the near sideline to Tosh just at midfield. 
Mushigalusa trying to get a shot on goal there on that last attempt. Just couldn't get one away. Tosha ball forward toward Del, uh, Palo Del Piccolo. Knocked away by Jadama. And then a foul in the midfield goes against Tosh. And this might be a final warning for Sean Tosh. It'll be a free kick to Hartford. And that looks to be what the referee is saying is that that was your second foul. No more to Sean Tosh. He is not booked here, but his next foul will likely see him go into the book. This free kick for Hartford will come in their defensive half on their inside left, maybe 20 yards from midfield. Right decision from the referee. That is Tosh's second or third foul of that nature, that professional kind of foul to slow Hartford down. Right decision to talk with him instead of giving him a yellow card right off the bat for persistent fouling. 37 minutes gone in this game. No goals, but it's been very entertaining. Back and forth. Chances for both teams. Louisville City with eight shots, three of them on target. They have a 52% possession advantage as well. Here's another foul, this time against Louisville City, and this time it will be a booking. A World of Beer yellow card shown to Amadou Dia, and this will be a free kick in a relatively promising position in the attack for Hartford. It'll come on their inside right, just even with the left corner of Louisville City's penalty area from Louisville's perspective. So this will be an opportunity for Danny Barrera to swing in a ball with his left foot for a teammate in the box. The foul against Amadou Dia and the World of Beer yellow card. The first to lose City shown to Amadou Dia. Well, I think Amadou Dia just got a little bit too much of the player from behind there, and the ref's always going to call a foul in that situation. And because of the location on the field, it's always going to be a yellow card. But this is an excellent set-piece opportunity for Hartford to be able to whip a ball in on their last corner kick. That was their best chance of the evening, so it's a chance for them to build on that here with this set-piece. Into the 39th minute we go. Johnson stands over it along with Barrera, but it'll be Johnson to take it. It's headed away by the first defender. A poorly hit free kick. Johnson retrieves the ball on the far sideline, plays it backward to Budati, the right back. He tries to play a long diagonal in the air, headed away by Manny Perez. Jadama forward. He had a collision with Paolo Del Piccolo. Actually, that's Tulu, and Tulu called for a foul as he just threw Del Piccolo to the ground. Not terribly violently, I should say, but certainly had two arms on Del Piccolo and put him to the ground. The fifth-third free kick for Lucidi. They take it quickly. They'll knock it around the back and try and build from the back as the fans groan because of these recent foul calls. Well, and Tulu has to be careful because he is on a yellow card so having some sort of challenge like that might not be the smartest thing this game is beginning to pick up in physicality yes there isn't a whole lot on the line so to speak but that doesn't mean that these teams are not going to play a competitive style of soccer yeah certainly two teams that want to win Hartford want to continue their good form under their new head coach and Lou City wants to continue the positive momentum heading into the playoffs Manny Perez had a touch going forward but he's hustled off the ball by Apollon it's now Apollon on the near sideline in the defensive half for Hartford Perez right there step for step Pollen dribbles in, still a pollen. Perez sticks out a toe. Serrano coming over with help, and now it's loose. Picked up by Paolo Del Piccolo. Through to Mushigalusa, right side of the box. Here's a cross on the ground, and it's off the foot of Ray Serrano behind for a goal kick. Serrano, I don't believe, thought the ball was coming to him. It hit him inadvertently. I think Mushigalusa was trying to pick out the back post, which was where Harris was running, but it deflects off of his teammate Serrano, and it's behind a goal kick to Hartford. I agree with that. I think Mushigalusa was looking to send a low-driven ball to find Harris and Dia. They're making the runs on the back post, and it looks like Ray Serrano just got in the way. I feel like there's been a couple times when the players have just gotten in the way or the touch hasn't gone the right way, so Lucid just needs to see if they can continue to work through these kinks, continue to press forward, and continue to create opportunities. Another poor pass from a goal-kick situation for Yannick Odell, this time to the far side, the right, just overhits it once again trying to play it toward that sideline. So it's out for a Louisville City throw. Five minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half. No goals to speak of. 
between Louisville City and Hartford Athletic in the final game of the regular season, the final day of the regular season in the USL Championship. It is Wes Sharpie, the center back of the three tonight for Louisville City. Plays it long and forward. Mushagalusa trying to chip it over the goalkeeper, but it's into the roof of the net and behind. It'll be a goal kick to Hartford. A ball over the top from Sharpie. It took an awkward bounce off of a Hartford defender. They didn't quite clear it. And Mushagalusa tried to chip it on the half volley over Odell, who was a bit off of his line. Had he gotten it right, it certainly would have been a goal, but it was over the bar and onto the roof of the net for Mushagalusa. A goal kick to Hartford. A complete miscommunication between the center back of Hartford and the goalkeeper all trying to figure out who's going for the ball. Hits off a player's shoulder and Mushigalusa just being very aware makes the most of that half chance. Those are very difficult to be able to get on frame and Mushigalusa just needed to take a little bit off of it. Here comes Lucidi again looking to go in front just before the halftime break. Four minutes to go plus stoppage time. It's Mushigalusa on the near side, the right. He goes down claiming for a foul immediately in the face of the assistant referee and Mushigalusa has to be careful. No foul was called. Hartford coming forward. Ariel Martinez in the midfield, trying to play down the near sideline. Joel Johnson. Johnson onto it. Defended by Tosh. In the attacking half for Hartford. To his right. Now to his left. Johnson, left side of the box. Puts in his cross. It's blocked by Tosh. Behind into the waterfront end into Scouser's house. And it'll be a corner kick for Hartford on the near side. Their left. One thing I will say is the officials are letting the players play. It's a very physical match, and so the players have to recognize that. But then they also have to make sure that they keep it in balance because sometimes that can lead to frustration, and then they're going to take it out on the other team, and that's when cards are going to come, and that's when injuries are going to happen. Hartford's seventh corner kick of the night will come from the near side, their, uh, their left, rather. It'll be off the right foot of Joel Johnson, an in-swinger if he puts it into the box. Barrera coming over for the short corner option. Still Johnson stands over it. Hasn't played it in yet. Now he approaches, plays it into the box. To the near post, no one there in Teal. It's knocked away by Paolo Del Piccolo. And now Lucidi trying to counter. They've got numbers if they move quickly. Mushigalusa trying to play it around Purpa. And Purpa stalls Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa ran right into the shoulder of Purpa. But the referee calls a foul. And is going to show a card here. He does. He goes to the pocket. It's a yellow card. A world of beer yellow card. To Luca Purpa of Hartford. And it'll be a fifth third free kick to Lucidi near midfield, maybe just a couple of yards past it on the inside right. And Mushigalusa looking to just kind of pass it around the player and then make the run. He's looks like he's a little bit injured at the moment, but he had, I think it was Tyler Gibson making a streaking run that he could have played the ball to, but Mushigalusa receiving treatment now. It looks like he could potentially be bleeding his nose from taking a nice shoulder there. But it's a smart play. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah, they are definitely checking on his nose. A towel being applied from a member of the Louisville City training staff to the nose of Mushigalusa. So that collision with Purpa evidently was in the face of Mushigalusa. Popped him in the nose, and you know how that hurts. Makes your eyes water no matter how bad it is. Especially when it's a little chilly outside, too. Absolutely. That makes it even worse. So a pause in play as Mushigalusa gets treatment just at the near sideline. A few yards from where this free kick will be taken. 43 minutes and 32 seconds and counting upward in this first half. Hartford and Louisville City. Three players in purple. Del Piccolo, Tosh, and Perez standing at the near sideline having a bit of a water break as the referee continues to allow Mushigalusa to receive treatment. Interesting. You'd think he'd 
force him off to get play back underway here. He's literally a yard from yeah. the sideline, so I'm really surprised that the ref hasn't told him to come off, especially because it looks like he's getting his wrist taped. And so why he's being allowed to stay on the field, maybe because the training staff never stepped on to right. the pitch. He does not have to come off. And so, therefore, that's why he never stepped off. So then Lucity is never a man down. But interesting that the ref allowed that to happen. It's about a full minute delay. Mushigalusa back on the field, has received his treatment. Here comes the fifth third free kick. Tosh standing over it. Hasn't taken it yet. Again, just four or five yards past midfield on the inside right. It's Tosh. He takes it into Serrano. Back to Tosh. Now Gibson in the middle. Serrano on the near side the right. Forward down the near sideline. Manny Perez. Infield to Gibson. Really neat stuff from City. One touch, two touch. It's Mushigalusa on the right. Standing over the ball, and that's where the speed of play dies. Mushigalusa steps all over it. Plays it back to Ray Serrano. Serrano's cross into the box. Headed away. It's Pedel Piccolo. Oh! What a strike from Paolo Del Piccolo on the half volley from 15 yards. A sweet strike with the left foot for the captain, and he puts Lou City in front on the stroke of halftime. It's Lou City 1, Hartford nothing, Del Piccolo, that has to be one of the finest goals he's ever scored. I mean, that goal just gave me chills. That was one of the most beautiful goals I think I've seen. It came off some exquisite one-two touch passing. A beautiful ball by Ray Serrano to the back post. Dia does so well to head it down right to Paulo Del Piccolo. And Paulo Del Piccolo has one of the most beautiful clinical volleys I think I've ever seen. That is not an easy shot to do when he comes in with a side volley, strikes it purely with his laces and just buries it in the back of the net. It's been a change of pace season this year for Paolo Del Piccolo, the 31-year-old, the longtime captain of Louisville City FC. He's had to come off the bench a number of times. He's had to Cut his starts short coming out of the game relatively early a number of times as age has begun to catch up with him. But he was ageless on that play. A goal presented by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education. Kentucky Lottery on the other end. Joel Johnson with a hit from 20 yards on a bouncing ball. It's just wide of Danny Fondez's goal. And it will be a goal kick to Lou City. Hartford trying to pounce in the moments after the kickoff. We have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of two minutes to this first half. Two minutes at least to come at Lynn Family Stadium. Lou City in front one to nothing over Hartford Athletic. And Joel Johnson there making the most of a half chance. is a miscommunication between Tosh and Sharpie. And Johnson picked it up. Fondez was way off of his line. So Johnson trying to catch him off guard. That's where Lucidi needs to stay locked in and engage. Those moments where they're coming off of a high. They have to recognize that they have to immediately step back into game mode and be focused. It's out for a throw on the near sideline, but before that throw can be taken, the referee blows his whistle to end proceedings in the first half. Just a moment before the end of the half, a superb strike with his left foot. Paolo Del Piccolo scores for Louisville City for the fourth time in league play this year. And that superb goal is the difference as we head to the break. It is Louisville City 1. 
Hartford Athletic nothing. Do stick around the halftime report to come. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Camry. It's built in the USA. Camry's got style and innovation. It's America's best-selling car. Camry all-wheel drive is one of 15 different all-wheel drive Toyotas. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 52 MPG, Camry Hybrid could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. After getting a full workout this summer, your air conditioner may be on its last legs. So now it's time for you to save big on a train comfort system at DFH. This month, you can get 18 months special financing plus 10-year parts and labor warranty with a complete train system. DFH is who we use here at the station. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to not call DFH Company today at 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. You're listening to the Louisville City FC Halftime Report. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where at the half, the score is Louisville City 1, Hartford Athletic nothing. Louisville City looking to leapfrog the 70-point mark in this season. Again, a club record this year. 69 points in the standings to this point. The final regular season game and a victory tonight. If they can hold on to this lead, will give them 72 points on the season and extend that club record. That halftime score of one to nothing is presented by Serve Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield, along with you on this Saturday night at Lynn Family Stadium. And Casey, let's start where the half finished with that goal as Struck as sweetly as you could hope to ever see from Paolo Del Piccolo on the half volley with his left foot. A lacerating shot that was past the goalkeeper, Odo, before he even knew the ball had been hit. Like I said, it gave me chills. It was such a beautifully struck side volley. And any player, any person who has tried to kick a bouncing ball understands how difficult that shot truly is. And Paolo Del Piccolo made it look so easy with that shot. It was a beautiful header down, though, from Amadou Dia. A lot of credit still needs to be given to him because also being able to put the ball down so it's going to bounce perfectly for your teammate is not easy to do either. And it's great awareness from Dia to see Del Piccolo in that late run spot. But a beautiful goal 
overall and what a way to end the half. And it was a really, you, you mentioned the, the header from Amadou, Amadou D. It was a really great move for Louisville City leading up to the goal. Remember the moment before, it was this free kick at midfield, a good minute, maybe a minute and a half pause in play because Mushagalusa was receiving treatment for what looked like a bloody nose. I'm not sure if there was a conversation had between some teammates of, hey guys, we need to pick up the pace. Let's hit a little one-two. But they came out from that free kick. It was ping, 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 ping. They got down into the corner. A whipped-in cross from Ray Serrano, headed down by Dia, setting up Paolo Del Piccolo for the strike. Do you think it was a good enough move to already be our Toyota move of the match? You know, I support that if that's your decision. I support it. I think it could be. You know, I don't think we're going to see a better combination play, build-up play, one-two touch passing. I think almost everyone on the field was involved in that play. And then the header down and the shot. I mean, that shot is going to be on the highlight reel. That's going to be our Toyota move of the match. Toyota, let's go places. The earliest Toyota move of the match of the season. I know, it really is. But, I mean... I don't know what what could be better than that. No, I, I agree. I think 100%, I really don't. Hundred percent. I mean, I was sitting there thinking after it. I was like, "Wow, that that's that's the play. That's the move right there." The halftime statistics do favor Louisville City. That's not to say that Hartford didn't have their chances. They looked good, as we were just saying off air, Casey. They've been playing confidently. They've won five of their last nine games since Tab Ramos has taken over control of this club as head coach. But the halftime statistics do favor Louisville City. Eleven shots for Lou City, four of them on target. Four shots. Shots for Hartford, two of them on target. Lou City with 52% of possession. This stat, though, favors Hartford corners. They won a number of corners in the opening 15 minutes or so. It ends at halftime 6-4 to four in favor of Hartford Athletic. Let's take a timeout here at halftime. Again, the score presented by Serve Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC, is Lou City 1, Hartford nothing. And you're listening to it on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Hey, Cards fans, get your L's up. Liquor Barn has everything you need for this week's Louisville Cardinal action. Liquor Barn makes it so easy to stock up for tailgating and game watch parties. Head to your nearest Liquor Barn store or go to liquorbarn.com to download the Liquor Barn app and place an order for pickup or delivery. Shop Kentucky's favorite spirits, wine, and beer store online, and you'll have more time for the cards. Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. Go Cards! 
Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. About six and a half minutes to go before the start of the second half. Lou City in front one to nothing over the Hartford Athletic. That goal, that score rather, presented by Surf Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. The goal scored by Paolo Del Piccolo. Three yellow cards in the first half. I failed to mention in the first segment of the halftime report. One to Louisville City. Amadou Dia showing a yellow card for him. That was the seventh yellow card of his regular season. Two shown to Hartford. One to Luca Purpa, his sixth yellow card of the year. And one to Tulu, his fourth yellow card of the season. All of those yellow cards presented by World of Beer. We mentioned it at the top of the broadcast, Casey. Again, this game with nothing on the line for either team, but for Louisville City. Might be an opportunity heading into the playoffs for Danny Cruz to experiment a little bit and continue to bring Cameron Lancaster back into the fold. He is available off the bench tonight for Louisville City. You'd expect to see him in the second half at some point, and I think Louisville City fans will be hoping to see him paired with Wilson Harris up front. The dynamic attacking duo duo that we thought we would see all season. We've been robbed of that by injury to Lancaster, but it might become a weapon for this team in the playoffs. I completely agree, and I think you have to start to get him in, start to get him more minutes. We've seen him come on late in the game, and so he hasn't really been able to do a whole lot, so I would like to see him try to be able to get in a little bit earlier and see if he can get more into the rhythm, watch him combine with Wilson Harris. So It's tough, though, because you don't want him to get injured before playoffs. He has such a history of being injured and sustaining injuries this season that it's that balance between wanting him to play, wanting to get in minutes, but then also wanting him to be fresh. But I feel like he has to get minutes. He has to play. So when he does get his minutes in the playoffs, he is at his best. Lancaster, two games since returning from his most recent groin injury that had kept him out since June 5th. Four minutes on October 1st against RGV Toros down in South Texas and 12 minutes last time out against Detroit. So maybe continuing to build his fitness, get him in the game for longer and longer periods, try and get him back fit and healthy heading into the playoffs because he will be a big factor if he is healthy. He's just a natural goal scorer. Get him the ball anywhere, he can put it in the back of the net. Absolutely. As we've seen time and time again. Any other changes, anything else you want to look for in this second half, Casey? I mean, there's not a whole lot. Obviously, I think we will see quite a bit rotation within the squad just to try to get some players some more minutes going into the playoffs if the results were able to hold. I feel like if Lucity is able to get one more goal, we're definitely going to see some more changes from Danny Cruz just to try to get some different bodies in, work out some different combinations within the middle of the field, within the wings. But overall, I was very pleased with Lucity's performance in the first half. The thing that stands out to me the most is the buy-in of the team, the willingness to do whatever it takes. If a player's out of position, it's not like, well, look, they're out of position. It's their fault. It's like, no, I can drop in. I can recover. I can step in and fill this role for the player. So I I just really enjoyed watching them play this game. The speed of play is great. The defensive structure is great. Offensively, maybe a little bit sharper. I know I'm always critical about that, but it always... That's, that's where they're struggling right now is putting the ball in the back of the net. They're creating the chances. But overall, very pleased with how they played. 
Should be an intriguing second half. If it is as entertaining as the first half was, we'll be in store for a really terrific finish over the final 45. We'll step away for our final halftime break. When we return, the start of action in the second half. Lou City in front, one to nothing over Hartford Athletic. You're listening to Lou City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota RAV4. It's the best-selling SUV in America. It's incredibly versatile. The electrified RAV4 hybrid is one of 15 different all-wheel drive Toyota and it has the best resale value in its class. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 40 MPG, it could save you thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower Sweet Passes, Monster Saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not, <clears throat> and when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football. He loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs. He puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, and neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com Welcome back. A couple of changes we can report to you. One for Louisville City. Amadou Dia has been taken off. He was shown a yellow card in that first half. He's replaced by Elijah Winder, the older brother of Josh Winder. This the 10th appearance of the season for the 19-year-old Academy product. And then for Hartford Athletic, a couple of switches. Andre Lewis coming on in place of Danny Barrera. And Robin LaPert coming on in place of Tulu, who also was shown a yellow card in that first half. All three of those substitutions brought to you by MHS Global, above and beyond. And Casey, this looks to me like they're switching to a back four, Louisville City, that is. Yeah, so bringing on Elijah Winder is going to put another body in the middle of the field. It's going to push West Sharpie out wide and just show the flexibility that they have with this lineup and the ability to be able to change mid-game. It's also going to put more players into the attack pushing Ray Serrano out wide, who's just been really good with his services and put more bodies on the back line of Hartford. We are back underway. Hartford from the kickoff. Andre Lewis, a player who just came on, a 27-year-old Jamaican, 
Looks like he may have been going for goal. I mean, just literally from the center circle spot, he sent goal word toward Danny, uh, Danny Fondes, but nobody there chasing it in Teal. And Lou City takes over in possession right away. On the near side, West Sharpie, who has now shifted out to the left back, trying to dribble down the near sideline. And he just dribbles out of play. So it's a throw to Hartford on the near side. In their attacking half by just a couple of yards, Lucas Budotti will take it the right back. And Ariel Martinez in the midfield, player who leads this team in scoring with eight goals this year. It's all the way back into the center, into the penalty area now with Odell. Odell under pressure from Elijah Winder. A good sidestep from the goalkeeper around the charging Winder, and he sends it forward near midfield, where it's one in the air by Sharpie. Chested down by Paolo Del Piccolo, the goal scorer, and Del Piccolo plays the ball behind Mushigalusa, who had just started his run down the near sideline. Paolo Del Piccolo thought he was checking back. It's out for a throw to Hartford on the near side there, right in their defensive half. And Del Piccolo immediately apologizes. He misread the body language of Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa started to make the run. Del Piccolo thought he was going to feed. A little miscommunication there. Del Piccolo recognizes it and apologizes. Foul on the midfield. Wilson Harris, a good turn from his right foot to his left. And then a defender there. Looked like it was Ariel Martinez hung a leg out to trip him up. So a foul and a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in the attacking half for the boys in purple. On their inside left, maybe 45 yards from goal. Two players standing over it for Louisville. It is Ray Serrano and Paolo Del Piccolo, who scored the lone goal in this game. Louisville City leads it one to nothing. Two minutes just about gone by in the second half. Three players to aim at at the top of the box. It's going to be, it'll be Del Piccolo to take it. Drifting toward the back post. Sharpie made a run forward, headed away by... Hartford picked up in the midfield by Ray Serrano, but a loose touch showed it to Prince Sadie. Sadie back to Joel Johnson. Johnson clears under pressure upfield, and on the end of it, Josh Winder will let it roll past him. He'll play it backward to Danny Fondez, the goalkeeper for Louisville City, just at the top of the Louisville box. Fondez, a long ball down the middle towards Elijah Winder. A heavy touch there from Apollon but he's able to recover and keep the ball for Hartford. All the way back to the back line. Pressure coming forward. Three purple jerseys in the face of these players for Hartford. And it forces Robin Lepert, a substitute who just checked in, to play it out for a throw. It's a Louisville throw on the far side. They're right in their attacking half. The Lucity Press winning this ball for the team. And this is the first time that we've really seen Hartford try to build out of the back. And you can see how much of a struggle it is for them because of the high pressure from Lucity. Here comes Lou City, right edge of the penalty area. Wilson Harris cuts it backward to Ray Serrano. Serrano just outside of the box on the right side. Plays it backward on the ground to the far sideline. Manny Perez, he's dribbling backward as Lou City will not try and probably try and work it back around to the other side. Instead, Tosh plays it into the middle to Manny Perez, still in the attacking half on the inside right. Far sideline, Ray Serrano still forced backward. Serrano into the defensive side of things. Defensive half for Lou City. Tyler Gibson in the center circle. Now Winder. They do switch fields now. The near sideline. Sharpie on the left in the attacking half. Into the inside left. Mushigalusa on his right foot. Plays it into the middle. Rolls it into the middle. Forward to Ray Serrano who had made a run forward but it's easily intercepted and cut out by Hartford. Forward to Juan Carlos Obregon Jr. Can't hold it up. Tosh charging forward. Well into the attack now. He wins the ball. Tosh right side of the penalty area. Top of the box Del Piccolo and he was too slow. Andre Lewis just in front of Del Piccolo to clear it away and play it forward for Hartford. They'll try and play out of the back once again. Lewis in the inside right. Tries to back heel it to a teammate. It's intercepted by Serrano. Serrano right at the edge of the penalty area. Plays his cross in. Blocked by Purpa. Serrano claiming handball. No handball given. Cleared away by Hartford. But one once again at midfield by Lou City. They can continue to ramp up the pressure here, Casey. Lou City has just been relentless in their pressure and coming in with attack after attack. Now it just comes down to being on the same page on that final pass. Just not making the runs. Del Piccolo late on that run. I think 
crosses, mistiming them a little bit. So it's just got to be cleaned up in the final third because they're doing so well turning the ball over and getting the opportunities. But Hartford right now seemingly happy to play out of the back. They turn it over again. Here's Wilson Harris on his left foot. Shot is blocked just at the penalty spot. Picked up on the right side of the box by Elijah Winder. His cross blocked by LaPert. Back to Winder. Right side of the box. Lucidi still with the attack. Manny Perez. Now Serrano. Top of the box toward the right side. Into the penalty area on his right foot. Dribbling toward the end line. LaPert sliding over and LaPert the final touch to send it behind. It is a Wi-Fi corner kick to Lucidi. City on the far side, their right. A loose turnover at the back for Hartford once again gives a chance to lose City. And I really think Wilson Harris made the wrong decision there in that situation. I understand as a forward, you want to shoot. I mean, I hate to say it, I probably would have done the exact same thing, but looking at it, you had Mushigalusa wide open in the middle of the field. All he has to do is play a nice low ball to where Mushigalusa can one time it, and it's a 2 0 game. Wi-Fi corner from the far side. The Lucidi right and in swinger off the left foot of Palo Del Piccolo. Here it comes. Bouncing ball near post. Winder just skips under his foot. Cleared away by Hartford. Is out for Louisville City. Throw on the far side. They're right. Five minutes, 11 seconds gone in the second half. Lucidi in front one to nothing in the final regular season game of this year. The throw will come just a few yards shy, about three yards shy of that corner flag. And Manny Perez, the right back, will take it. Not the best service from Paulo Del Piccolo, and I think he knew it, unless they were trying to go for a near-post play. But I think you would just have to send the ball in and give your team an opportunity. Del Piccolo trying to combine with Harris. Purpa steps in and wins the ball for Hartford to Johnson, dribbling down the far sideline. A sliding challenge from Sean Tosh to deter him, and it's out off of Tosh's foot. Past the far sideline, a throw to Hartford in their defensive half. On the far side, their left, they can finally try and throw the ball forward here and just get out of their own end. Seemingly every time they win the ball, they try and work it through Johnson on the far sideline. But Lucidi right there to win the ball back. They do hit it long for Martinez after that throw. The long ball will bounce to Danny Fondes. And Fondes out of his area, under pressure, hits it a mile high into the night sky here in Butchertown. It will bounce past the far sideline after his touch by Apollon, rather. It is not out. It's stayed in play. Apollon able to keep it in play. It's won by Lucy. Ball forward for Manny Perez looking for Mushagalusa. Intercepted in the midfield by LaPert. And now Hartford on the ball along their back line. Lucas Budati the right back. Trying to combine with Sadie. Sadie, a first-time ball. Intercepted by Sharpie. Here comes Lou City. Sharpie on the inside right. Top of the box. Takes aim with his right foot. It's blocked by the first defender. Sadie picks up the loose ball. Now Budati. He clips it forward to clear. Gibson wins it. Gibson, a first-time ball in the air toward the top of the box. Headed away by uh, Jadama, the center back for Hartford. And then Lewis in the midfield plays it to the left side as they'll try and build out of the left once again. Apollon forward to Johnson. Lou City just content to watch Hartford try and play out of the back here. They're pressing numbers forward, looking to add a second goal in these opening moments of the second half. Well, they're pressing numbers forward, and they're doing a really good job of waiting for Hartford to make the mistake. And the minute that Hartford has a mistouch or a mispass, Lou City is all over them, and that's how they're turning possession over, just being patient and waiting in and moving in their defensive shape. It is a ferocious Louisville City right now, trying to win the ball at every opportunity. They do so once again. Hartford's in Hartford's defensive half. It is now Josh Winder, the left center back now as they've moved to a back forward. The left back, Sharpie, on the near sideline. Mushigalusa backward into the Louisville half by a yard to Winder. Winder dribbling toward the center circle. Plays it there to Tosh, right side of the center circle. Forward on the inside right is Ray Serrano. Time and space to turn and dribble. Serrano clips the ball in toward Harris, top of the box. It falls to Elijah Winder, who has a hit on the half volley. It was trailing away from the goal, and that's because it took a deflection on its way through. It's out for a Louisville City Vi-Fi 
right corner kick from the far side, the right. Elijah Winder has scored once this year. He had his eyes on goal number two there. And Elijah Winder made really good contact with the ball. I think if it doesn't take a deflection, it has a good opportunity to be on target because he stayed over it really nicely. The deflection was what pushed it up into the air and forced it out of bounds. The Wi-Fi corner from the far side. The Lucity right. An in-swinger off of Del Piccolo once again. Eight minutes gone in the second half. Here it comes. Over the head of Josh Winder. He just couldn't get his head to it. Still loose in the box. Mushaglusa, right side of the box. Just outside of it now. Posting up against the defender. Still Mushaglusa. He goes down under the challenge. Fans want a foul. No foul called. Sadie comes out with the ball for Hartford. Charging forward. A 20-yard run. Inside or outside of his left foot. Trying to play it through to Ario Martinez. And easy work for Manny Perez along the back line to intercept. And Lucity takes over in possession once again. I feel like that wasn't a foul because Mushigalusa didn't shield the ball well enough. He has his back to the defender, but then the ball is sitting between his feet, so it allows the defender to be able to poke through and get the ball. If Mushigalusa gets side on, and what that means is he has his shoulder into the defender and he has the ball on the outside foot, that's going to force the defender to have to go through him to get the ball. Mushigalusa giving chase on a ball through, through the air from Tyler Gibson in the midfield. Butati gets there first, but he slides in and plays it behind. So it'll be another Vi-Fi corner, I believe, right? It was behind for a corner yes, kick. It it's a Vi-Fi corner. corner from the near side, the Louisville City left. Again, Louisville City rampant right now. These first nine minutes of this second half, the ball has hardly crossed midfield, and Hartford hasn't had a touch of it in Louisville City's half, seemingly. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner from the near side, the left for Lou City, an in-swinger off the right foot of Serrano. He raises both arms in the air. Here he comes. Hits it toward the back post. A driven ball headed away by Johnson of Hartford. His header will roll past the far sideline, a throw to Lou City on their right. And it's interesting because Lucity, when it comes to the set pieces, they're taking their time, they're slowing the game down, but then on the field, they're playing a really fast-paced style of soccer that's allowing them to turn the ball over in good places, get these opportunities. And so I like the balance because they're eating time off the clock in the smart parts of the game, and they're not letting that affect their play on the game or on the field. The throw went to Winder, Elijah Winder. He played a cross that was collected by the goalkeeper. And now Hartford can finally put some possession in Louisville City's half. It is Prince Sadie on the near sideline in the Louisville defensive half. Sadie into the midfield. In toward Andre Lewis. Butati on the end of it, but he was well offside. It was just a deflection off of the foot of Lewis. Budati fortunate to be in that area to pick up the ball, but he was offside by a good 8 or 10 yards, it looked. The flag went up immediately, and it is a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City here. In their defensive half, about 8 yards past. 8 yards outside, maybe actually 12 or 15 yards outside of the Louisville City defensive penalty area. We have played 10 minutes and 42 seconds in this second half. Lou City in front, one to nothing. A goal scored just before halftime by the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo. Well, and I think any time a player is that far offside on Lucidity, you got to imagine that they're offside. It was a good step from Lucidity to keep him offside in great defensive shape. In the attack for Lucidity after the fifth-third free kick is Mushigalusa on the left side of the penalty area, dribbling against his defender, plays the ball in with his right foot. Knocked away by LaPert just in front of Elijah Winder, who had made a run at the penalty spot. Here comes Hartford trying to come up with a counterattack. Obregon Jr. to the far sideline. Apollon. Apollon down the far sideline. Johnson. Can he keep it in play? He can't. It's a throw to Lou City in their defensive half on the far side. Their right. Manny Perez, the right back, takes it. 
into Sean Tosh. Now Tyler Gibson in the midfield. Swings it down to the left center back. Josh Winder, he brings it forward. Winder checks it back into the middle to Tyler Gibson. Gibson touches it toward midfield. Gibson a ball to the far sideline. Manny Perez in the attacking half. Perez dribbles around one defender. Good stuff from Perez. Outside of the foot to Ray Serrano. Serrano in the box. Harris. Harris on his right. Harris still with it on the inline. Had a heavy touch. Plays it out to Serrano. Serrano clips it in. Del Piccolo is open. Del Piccolo looking for his second off of his right foot, but it's well over the bar in the end. It's set up nicely for Del Piccolo if he had been a right-footed player, but he is a left-footed player as he showed so excellently in that first half with that sumptuous strike, but this time not able to duplicate that kind of effort with his less preferred right foot. It's over the bar and behind a goal kick to Hartford. And Ray Serrano does well to get his head up and find Del Piccolo there in the middle. And Del Piccolo's touch a little bit heavy, which is what led to the bouncing ball. If he's able to have a little bit cleaner first touch, he might be able to open up with it and have it with his left foot instead of forcing himself to have to take a quick half volley shot with his right. 57 and a half minutes gone. Hartford will play it short from the goal kick. Again, they're content. A team working on next season, working to develop for next season. They're content to try and build out of the back under their new head coach, Sab Ramos. It's out for a Hartford throw after the goal kick on the near side. Their right, Budati, the right back, takes it. Martinez, a touch in the midfield into Luca Purpa along the back line. He's dropped back as a midfielder. Purpa, long diagonal to the far sideline, and Apollon can't keep it in play. It's out for a Louisville City throw just at midfield on the far side. Their rights. And Lou City really looking like a team that's pushing to get that other goal. They're playing quickly. They're pushing the bodies forward, committing the numbers forward that they need. Now, again, it just comes down to be a little bit sharper on that final pass on the shot, paying attention to the little details that it takes to execute it properly. Very reminiscent to me of the second half last week, last Wednesday, a week ago Wednesday, against Detroit. They dominated just about every facet of the game after halftime, scored both of their goals and took a 2-1 to victory over Detroit, and it was in similar fashion to this, where they just dominated possession, won every second ball. A ball forward, Odell out of his area, he has a touch. Mushagalusa had a sniff at it, but Jadama there first. Jadama a touch here, Lucidi though finally wins it with Gibson. It's on the inside left, Mushagalusa just outside of the box, on his right foot, still on his right. Here's Mushagalusa taking aim, still dribbles. Mushagalusa now plays it through to Manny Perez, who had made a late run on the far side of the box, but it drags him wide of the area. Still Manny Perez drops it backward to Ray Serrano. Lucidi looking to add this second goal as they have... For the first 14 minutes of this second half, ball into the area just over the head of Wilson Harris, headed away by Jadama. A touch in the midfield from Prince Sadie. Now Ario Martinez brings it forward for Hartford. Can they find something? Can they connect on a pass? They can't. Ario Martinez trying to play to the far side to Johnson, who had made a run. Easily cut out and intercepted by Ray Serrano. And Louisville City takes over in possession. One thing I will say is I appreciate that Hartford is looking to stay true to what they want to do. In the first half, they were playing very quickly, playing the ball over top. And that you could tell that was not the style that they were accustomed to playing. Now they're looking to play out of the back, looking to build out of the midfield a little bit more. The problem is, is they just aren't on the same page. And so when they get the ball offensively, the decision-making is a little bit off because the players aren't making the runs. So they have to be willing to commit the bodies forward to be able to to attack the way they want to, but the counter to that is it's going to leave them exposed at the back, and that's not really what you want to do against a team like Lou City. Lou City still in possession. They've had it in their defensive half for the last several moments. It's in their penalty area with Danny Fondes. 
61st minute we are playing in. Fontes a long ball forward into the midfield, won by Hartford. Luca Purpa in the middle, tried to play it back to Andre Lewis, the substitute who came on at halftime. Lewis able to collect, see off a defensive effort from Harris. He plays it to the near side with Budati. Budati now to Prince Sadie. Sadie dribbling infield all the way back to Jadama along the back line. Jadama in the middle to Purpa. Purpa hustled off the ball by Elijah Winder, but a foul called against Winder. Not sure about that one. Winder had come in with a challenge. Looked like he had won the ball, but the referee says he went through the leg of Luca Purpa. So it'll be a foul and a free kick here to Hartford. And Lou City will make a couple of substitutions that we have expected and that we alluded to at halftime. Cameron Lancaster will come on for the final 29 minutes plus stoppage time in this game for his longest appearance since returning from injury. He replaces Wilson Harris, so we will not see the two forwards up top. Instead, it's a straight swap. Lancaster on for Harris. And a second substitution, Napo Matsoso will come on for Ray Serrano. Each of those substitutions brought to you by MHS Global Above and Beyond. And Casey Whitfield, you are shaking your head. I feel like Ray Serrano needs to be on the field. He's played incredibly well. He's done so much to contribute offensively. I'm not sure I agree with subbing him off. Maybe they're just trying to get him some rest, don't want him to get injured, and maybe that's the reasoning behind it. But Ray Serrano's playing very, very good today. It just sucks that his night ends a little bit early. After the free kick following those substitutions, Hartford comes forward. It is Budati coming down the near sideline into the attacking half, into the final third. He thought he had won a corner, but in fact, it is now for a goal kick. The ball had gone behind. Budati, arms raised to either side, protesting that call. But it's a goal kick to Louisville City. But before they can take it, we will have a pair of substitutions here for Hartford. In the 63rd minute, Louisville City in front, one to nothing for Hartford. A defender will be coming in. It is Mick Glenn. And he will be joined by Dally. Connor Mick Glenn, a 24-year-old from Middle Village, New York, comes on for his 29th appearance of the season. And the other player that came on, Rashawn Dally, coming on for his 29th appearance. Only seven starts on the season for Dally. He's been a specialist off the bench. So those substitutions, Dally and McGlynn on, brought to you by MHS Global. A foul goes here against Mushagalusa as Louisville City was trying to build an attack. It was a ball forward, a long diagonal, Mushagalusa giving chase on the near sideline. He's called for the foul on a challenge against Butati, but the fans on the near sideline disagreeing with that call. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with the call either, but it's one of those things where he did put a hand on the player, and so the player, if they feel the hand, they're going to go down and they're going to get the call every single time. So it's a smart play by Budati there to recognize the contact and go down. But ref trying to call the game a little bit tighter in the second half compared to the first half. And I misspoke. McGlynn, not a defender. He is a central midfielder, and he's playing there right now. As another foul has gone against Louisville City, giving Hartford a second successive free kick, this time from their inside left in their defensive half. They send it forward, headed away by Lou City. Budati under pressure from Cameron Lancaster. Just gets the ball away as they try and build along their back line. Lapert, who came on at halftime. Now to the far sideline, Apollon. Apollon dribbling in field. Into the middle now to Andre Lewis, and now back to McGlynn, who just checked in. McGlynn, a ball in the air to the near side. Budati the right back, in the attacking half. On the inside right, Purpa drifting backward. 
Perpa dribbling into the middle. Plays it to the center circle. McGlynn now on the near side. Jadama, the right center back. Plays it forward on the near side sideline. Dally, who just checked in. Back to Jadama. Jadama under pressure from Lancaster, who looks full of energy since coming on. He's chasing the ball everywhere, but it's still forward. Andre Lewis. Now Dally for Hartford on the near side. Right side of the box, but he was offside. The flag went up immediately against him before he could play his cross into the area. And it'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Just outside of their box on the left. And really poor from Dolly there because he's standing right by the referee. He can see the entire back line of Blue City. He has to do a better job of staying on side there because his team is finally able to begin to build something into their attacking half of the field, and they just wasted that opportunity because he wasn't able to stay on sides. Fifth third free kick coming here from Danny Fondes just outside of the Louisville box on the left. They've announced the attendance tonight. We mentioned it's a great crowd. It is indeed a very good crowd. Over 12,000, 12,096 in attendance tonight at Lynn Family Stadium in Butcher town and i think just about every one of those people that bought those tickets have shown up tonight it's been a terrific crowd on a beautiful october evening hartford coming forward in the 66th minute they played 65 minutes and six seconds in counting upward Lou city in front one to nothing palo del piccolo scoring just before halftime in the first half it's out for a throw to the far sideline for hartford apollon takes it infield to luca purpa back to apollon now mcglynn in the defensive midfield under pressure from del piccolo he turns plays a good ball in the air to the near sideline budati budati across midfield into the attack dally turns to the right has it on the right. On the near sideline. Drifting backward. Now back to Judama. Judama under pressure from Mushagalusa. Dribbling toward the center circle in the Hartford defensive half. He crosses midfield. Through the center circle. Andre Lewis. Lewis around a challenge from Matt Soso. Does really well. Here's Andre Lewis coming forward for Hartford. On the inside left. Tried to clip it in the middle to Ariel Martinez. Easily cut out there by Paolo Del Piccolo. And then a loose ball off the deflection. Picked up by Napo Matsoso for Louisville City. And the boys in purple have the ball once again in the 67th minute now. A really good decision there from Napa Matsoso. He receives the ball and he turns to go forward and he recognizes that the only player forward is Lancaster. He's got about four defenders around him. So instead of trying to force the ball forward, he cuts it back and keeps possession for his team. It's a very smart play. Lucidi in possession still in the back. It's a ball through on the ground from Fondes to Elijah Winder. Winder immediately back to Fondes under pressure. Now Josh Winder on the near side of the left. He's playing as a left center back in the back four in the second half. Ball forward toward Lancaster. One in the air by Budati. A loose ball after the header by Budati. Hit forward, heaved forward off the right for Josh Winder. A mile into the air. Headed down by Jadama just outside of the Hartford penalty area. Lapert a loose touch. Given away. Winder, Elijah steps in for it. Now Matsoso. Right side of the box, Manny Perez. First time cross toward Lancaster. Steered away by Jadama. Just inches away from connecting with Lancaster was Manny Perez. It's now Apollon on the far side. And a great sliding challenge from Matt Soso. He wins the ball and keeps it in play. His cross, though, deflected and cleared away. And Hartford will come forward. I love that service from Manny Perez to find... Cameron Lancaster. Unfortunately, they couldn't connect. Here's Ariel Martinez on the end of a long ball. He's able to get a shot on goal, but in the end, it's an easy stop to make for Danny Fondes. Josh Winder was running with Ariel Martinez, again out of the midfield. Leads this team in scoring with eight goals this year, and that shot he was drifting wide of goal on the right side of the penalty area. Had Winder in his hip pocket. Had to have a hit because he didn't have a teammate to play it to. And it was a comfortable save in the end for Danny Fondes. And now Martinez down on the ground, clutching at his left leg. And Winder, too, goes down. 
grabbing his left toe, looking like a cramp situation for Winder. So the referee has stopped play with the ball in play, and he will bring on the training staffs for both teams. Martinez, the player down for Hartford, and Josh Winder, the player down here for Louisville City. Those were the two players involved in that last attack that Hartford uh, had a shot result from. It looks like both players took a little bit of knock. I think Winder did really well to force the player outside to be able to push him out wide, forcing Martinez to have a really difficult angle there. And it looked like on the shot, or the, the landing from the shot is where the collision kind of happened. Hopefully both players are okay, and it's just a minor little knock. Makes me wonder, are we going to see a substitution just to be safe? Because what you could do is you could bring on Oscar Jimenez, push West Sharpie back into the middle. There's so many options, I feel like, for Danny Cruz. Do you play it safe and rest Winder, or do you risk it and keep him out there? We have seen Winder battle some injuries this year. He's also missed some time with Louisville City because he's been called into the U.S. men's youth national team. Jimenez on the bench, and Sebastian Sanchez on the bench. He's listed as a defender, so those might be some options here for Danny Cruz as both Winder and Martinez have now risen to their feet. Both have come off the field and walked all the way back to midfield where they will wait to be brought back on by the referee. He will give a dropped ball here to Louisville City because Louisville City was in possession when he stopped play. 21 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville City in front one to nothing in this final regular season game. The final day of action across the USL championship ahead of next week's playoffs. Louisville City will be off next week with a bye because they've earned the number one seed. The drop ball resumes play and the two players Martinez and Winder are immediately welcomed back on by the referee. It's Lucidi possession along their back line. The right center back Sean Tosh across midfield to the far sideline Manny Perez. Perez in the attacking half. Backward to Tosh Tosh turns with a left footed pass to Winder who is checked back in Winder in the midfield into Gibson in the center circle. He's under pressure from a Hartford player but cool, calm and collected was Gibson. He plays it all the way back to Danny Fondes, the goalkeeper. In the middle to Paolo Del Piccolo. Hartford pressing forward Del Piccolo back to Fondes. Fondes gets it out of pressure. A long ball forward. Manny Perez wins the header nicely. Into Matt Soso. Back to Gibson. Gibson through. Mushagalusa. Flag stays down. He's in. Here's Mushagalusa. And a great save. Diving to his left. Odell pushes it wide of the post. Mushagalusa's hands go to his head. He can't believe that he's not on the score sheet there. It was a tremendous reaction save for Yannick Odell in goal for Hartford. It's a corner kick to Lou City. And I think Mushigalusa is going to want that one back. It was a beautiful through ball. And his first touch sets him up really poorly. He takes his touch out wide, which then eliminates his angle. He needs to take his touch a little bit more centrally because that's going to open up the goal for him and open up the options. It's going to have to force a more difficult save. So I think Mushigalusa really going to want that one back. We do have a substitution, but it's not one that we speculated on. It'll be in the midfield. Carlos Mogel Jr. will come on for Louisville City, his 13th league appearance this season for the Academy product. He replaces Tyler Gibson in the midfield for the boys in purple. It's a Wi-Fi corner in the 72nd minute from the far side, the Lucity right. Here it comes off the left foot of Del Piccolo, clipped backward by Lancaster, and then a hit from beyond the area, just about at the top of the box from Napo Matsoso, a good 20 yards from goal. Just got under it. Well-driven ball, but it was always rising 
Racing over Yannick Odo's goal. It's into the waterfront end. A goal kick to Hartford. Matt Sosa made good contact, but he was leaning back the whole time, which is why that ball is always going to go over. Those are the type of goals that you have to make sure you stay over top of it. Long ball over the top. Rashawn Dolly making the run forward for Hartford. Out of his area was Danny uh, Danny Fondez, I should say. And he actually headed the ball. The goalkeeper at the top of his D outside of the box headed the ball away. And then battling for that loose ball in the near sideline, Luca Purpa and Wes Sharpie with a battle, a physical battle. And Wes Sharpie shown a world of beer yellow card here. A foul called against him. It'll be a free kick to Hartford. And I think the yellow card came, Casey, because he kicked the ball into the stands, did Sharpie, out of frustration after the foul was initially called. So it's a world of beer yellow card to Wes Sharpie of Louisville City and a free kick here to Hartford in a relatively promising position in their attacking half on the right side. Yeah, maybe not Sharpie's most shining moment at that point in time right there. Silly foul, pulling the player back and then kicking the ball away. It's going to set up for a really nice set piece, though, for Hartford. A great opportunity for them to whip a ball, and they've been building their confidence throughout this whole first half, building their possession, building their entries into the final third. Could this be the moment they're able to finally break through? Sixth yellow card of the season to Sharpie. It is two players standing over it. Martinez, a left-footed player, and Budati, a right-footed player. A two-man wall, ten yards in front of them. Budati approaches it, steps over it. Here it comes from Martinez to the back post, headed away by Wes Sharpie at the back post, inside the penalty area, out of the box. Apollon comes forward with it now after the second ball from Hartford and Sharpie. I beg your pardon, that's Manny Perez. Of course it is. Sticks out a leg and plays it wide. It's a throw to Hartford on the far side. Their left, we do have another substitution to stop play, and this is one we did think we would see, but it's not exactly what we thought we would see. It is... Oscar Jimenez coming in for Louisville City. He will replace Wes Sharpie, who has just shown that yellow card. So perhaps that factored into Danny Cruz's thinking. Jimenez on, Sharpie off, presented by MHS Global above and beyond in the 74th minute. Lucidity in front, one to nothing. I think a smart decision there because Wes Sharpie is on the yellow card. You cannot risk losing him for the playoffs. I believe every player for Lucidity that had a yellow card, which was Amadou Dia and now Wes Sharpie, have been subbed off. Correct. They both have. After the restart, here's Budotti. Ball into the box. It's deflected toward goal, and it's scored. Ariel Martinez for Hartford has tied it up. Josh Winder down on the ground, hands on his head. Martinez runs to the near sideline corner flag in celebration as the boos rain down from some fans here at Lynn Family Stadium. A really well-taken goal outside of the foot from Martinez, just on the edge of the six-yard box. He puts it past Danny Fondez. Louisville City's defense was scrambling there, and Hartford takes advantage to even the score. It's Lou City 1, Hartford 1, with 16 minutes to go plus stoppage time. And you felt it coming. You felt Hartford building in their attack, their possession was getting stronger. They were pushing forward even more. Lucity just checked out. Completely checked out there for a second and it shows how you have to make sure that you are locked in and engaged for the full 90 minutes. But a great finish from Hartford. Nice cross in. Good outside of the foot finish. Really not a whole lot Fondes could do in that situation but poor defense from Lucity. Especially after a game where they've been so solid. Martinez again leads this team in scoring this season for Hartford Athletic. It is his ninth goal of the year in his 22nd appearance for the veteran Cuban at 36 years of age. Blue City now trying to come back and score a goal to regain this lead. Again, nothing on the line tonight for Blue City. 
They've already clinched the number one seed, already clinched the bye and home field advantage in the Eastern Conference playoffs, but just about capturing the most points in club history, extending that club record, which they've already set, and continuing positive momentum into the playoffs. They want to add a second here to take, regain the lead. Ball into the box from Mushagalusa towards Winder, headed away by Hartford. Back into the box from Mushagalusa. Winder has a hit with the left foot, Elijah, and it's saved by Odell. Winder hit it on the full volley that time as it popped to him after a collision in the air between Lancaster and a defender. Put it on target, but it was right at the goalkeeper for the save. Good back and forth there from Lou City. Winder strikes the ball very nicely. It's just from a good distance away, so it's going to be difficult to get on. Lou City has to see if they continue to pick up the pace to get back ahead in this one. Pause and play for the moment as the player went down. Lapert, the substitute defender, went down for Hartford. So the referee paused it for the moment. He's now re- recovered and re- uh, reassumed his position on his feet. So the referee blows his whistle and gives the ball and a drop ball back to the goalkeeper, Odell. He picks it up and then rolls it forward, plays it long with his foot. It's Dally on the near sideline in the attack for Hartford. Defended by Oscar Jimenez, and Jimenez does really well. Just slides right in front of Dally, who tried to roll the ball past him and then chase it down. And Jimenez draws a foul with Dally all over his back. So it's a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City on the left side of their defensive penalty area with 13 and a half minutes to go. Really good patient defending there from Oscar Jimenez to be able to time that very nicely and slide right in to win the ball there. As we await this fifth third free kick, we have the opportunity to remind you about tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. You can vote in it by heading to Lou City, Lou City's Twitter account, I should say, twitter.com slash FC. It'll be open for about the next 10 minutes, and you can decide who is tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match. A foul in the center circle, this time against Hartford. Actually, it's against Lou City. Foul against Lou City as Winder hits the deck. Elijah Winder, he's still recovering after that collision. So the foul called against Elijah Winder. And this will be a free kick to Hartford inside the center circle, just right by where they would take a kickoff. And it's going to, you see, all of the Hartford players have pushed forward. All of them are trying to press forward. They're trying to get that go-ahead goal. They have the momentum right now. They've been the team creating more so far in the end of this second half. So they're looking to continue to get those bodies forward. Again, since Tab Ramos has taken over as the free kick sent long and a player was offside, an unfortunate play for Hartford will give a fifth-third free kick here to Lou City. Since Tab Ramos has taken over, they have doubled their win total on the season, Hartford Athletic. He took over on August 22nd. Since then, they've won five games. They'd only won five previously all year. So this is a team with nothing to play for this season, but playing for a new head coach and playing with new verve, with new confidence, looking to maybe make a statement next year and keep this momentum going into next season. The fifth third free kick taken by Danny Fondes, the goalkeeper for Lou City, sent long, knocked out by Hartford. It's a throw to Louisville on the far side there, right, in the attacking half. Matsoso takes it quickly back to Sean Tosh, and Tosh forced under pressure to play it backward to Fondes. Fondes forward on the ground in the middle to Mogel. Mogel, a first-time ball, outside right to Tosh. Tosh under pressure, turns back to Fondes. Fondes under pressure, has to play it long, past midfield. In the center circle, Jadama heads it forward for Hartford. Uh, battle in the air between two players, and it's knocked out past the far side, the near sideline, I should say. Budati will take the throw for Hartford. It's last touch by Louisville City. Budati's throw down the near sideline. Dally. Dally running. Collision with Winder. Dally goes down. No foul called, and the ball rolls behind a goal kick to Lou City. 
And this is a big telling time right now for Lou City. How do they handle this adversity of having such a strong performance and then conceding a goal? They have not been able to pick back up possession. Hartford, the energy has all been on their side. So how does Lou City get out of this slump? 11 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Hartford knocking on the door to take the lead. They just scored moments ago. Edge of the area. Andre Lewis on the left. His cross blocked by Tosh. And then Manny Perez comes over and wins the ball off of Lewis. Here comes Manny Perez bombing forward through the middle. Elijah Winder across midfield. Here they come. Lou City Winder from the middle to the near side toward Mushagalusa. Winder tripped up behind the play. The referee for a moment played advantage, but will now pull it back for the foul. And it is a booking, a world of beer yellow card to Robin Lapert for Hartford. So a fifth third free kick coming up for Lou City in the midfield in the attacking half. Maybe 40 yards from goal. That a professional foul from Lapert to end that break for Lou City. Very smart foul there to stop the attack and good officiating there to allow that to play on. He was trying to see if Mushigalusa was going to be able to get on the end of it when Mushigalusa was not able to. Calls it back and gives the set piece. It gives Lou City a chance to begin to get some positives, begin to get a rhythm going again to see if they can begin to create some more chances and maybe try to find Cameron Lancaster there inside that 18-yard box. Lancaster has scored twice in his limited action this season, both of those goals against Tulsa here at home in late May. Nine and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time. A 1-1 game. Carlos Mokel over the free kick. He sends it into the box. Headed away by Jadama. It's back to Mokel. Touches it to Del Piccolo. Now the right side of the box. Josh Winder. Winder backward. Manny Perez. His cross toward the back post. Mushigalusa keeps it in play and wins a corner. Plays it in off of Dally. The ball goes behind. It's a five-fly corner kick to Lou City on the near side. Their left. Very nicely done from Mushigalusa there to get on the end of it and see if he can just try to redirect it. He was looking to redirect it back across the goal face. Took a nice deflection and earned the corner kick. Oscar Jimenez will take it. An in-swinger off his right foot. Here comes the Vi-Fi corner. Here it is off of Jimenez's foot. Into the six-yard box. Punched away by Odo, the goalkeeper. Out of the box, Mogel. He'll play it back to Jimenez. Sizing up another cross. Here it comes. On the ground toward the near post. Lancaster making that run. Cleared away by Jadama of Hartford. To midfield now. Matt Soso picks it up for Lou City. Dribbling, uh, moving backward. Plays it backward to Danny Fondes, the goalkeeper. He plays it to the right side. Manny Perez. Manny Perez dribbling infield. Around Joel Johnson, who made a challenge and went to ground. Still Manny Perez in the center circle. Mogel clips it forward to Mushigalusa. A great ball. Mushigalusa the right side. He's onto it. Uh, at the end line, Lapert defending. Lapert with the final touch, and the ball goes behind, and it'll be a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City from the far side. They're right, and now Mushigalusa and Lapert getting into it as Lapert had the ball in his hands. Mushigalusa wanted to take the ball back and take this corner quickly. He finally does get the ball into that corner. Really not good defending from Lapert there because all he had to do was let the ball roll out and shield Mushigalusa out, and instead he tries to touch it and keep it in play and ends up giving up the corner kick. Bi-fi corner for Louisville from the right side. In from Jimenez with his left foot. Near post, Lancaster popped up high into the air. Header from Elijah Winder. Header from Del Piccolo. Now Elijah Winder again. It's back to Del Piccolo. Now Lancaster just sticks his toe on it, trying to loop it into the top corner. Weakly hit shot and an easy save in the end for Odell. Odell, though, throws it forward. Here comes Budati. He gets around a challenge from Mogel into the attacking half. Still a 1-1 game. Hartford looking to snag a goal late. Budati's ball into the box. 
cleared away by Napo Matsoso for Louisville City. It's out past the near sideline. A throw to Hartford in their attacking half. Anybody's game at this point. I Seven would, minutes to yeah, go. I completely agree. It's anyone's game. It's going back and forth. Both teams have created a couple chances where they definitely should have capitalized on them, and the momentum can really go either way at the drop of a hat. The throw in from Hartford. Budati. Now Dally dribbling in fields from the near side. Backward toward the center circle, Lapert. Lapert the far side, Apollon. Apollon to Johnson. He continues his run, Apollon. It's back to him on the far sideline. Back to Johnson. Johnson sizing up across with his right. Doesn't hit it. Turns back to the left. Turns back toward Apollon. Leaves it off for him. Matsoso defending, Winder defending. Elijah. It's now backward to uh, Lapert. All the way back into the defensive half for Hartford. And now Jadama wearing the captain's armband after Martinez went away or went off the field. Jadama back to the goalkeeper, Odell, just outside of the Hartford box. They'll try and build out of the back. Louisville City forced them back this far but couldn't win the ball. Long diagonal from the back line to the near side. Dally. Dally steps around to Oscar Jimenez. Still Dally coming into the middle now. Dally charging forward just outside of the box. Tried to clip it through to Andre Lewis. It's blocked by a Louisville City player and taken away by the boys in purple. Here comes Oscar Jimenez with the ball at his feet. Just on the left side of the center circle. Jimenez still coming forward. Tried to thread it through to Mushagalusa. Intercepted by Budati of Hartford. And if I were Oscar Jimenez, I would be very frustrated because all three of my front players are running away from the ball. One of them has to check back because when they check back, that's going to pull a defender with them. And if it doesn't, that attacking player is going to be able to receive the ball at their feet. So Oscar Jimenez had no options because all of them are running away. Budati to Lapert on the back line. Lapert trying to play it from the middle of the field to the far side, the left. But his pass too much for Apollon to catch up to. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side there, right. Just over five minutes to go, plus stoppage time. The whistle goes here because Budati is cramping on the near side, so the referee has stopped play. Mushagalusa there trying to help Budati out. Good sportsmanship from Mushagalusa as he stretches out Budati who is cramping, and now Budati rises to his feet. And some applause from the fans on the near sideline appreciating the good sportsmanship there from Mushagalusa. When we resume play, it'll be a drop ball to Louisville City and their goalkeeper, Danny Fondes. And those cramps do not feel good. And I mean, as a player, you try to help out the other team because you've been there, you've been in that moment, you know what it feels like, and it's, it's not a very comfortable feeling, I will have to say. Four and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time in a 1-1 game. Loose City scoring in the first half with Paolo Del Piccolo, their veteran captain. And then the veteran captain for Hartford, Ariel Martinez, scoring his ninth goal of the season late in this game to tie it up about ten minutes ago. Loose City in possession. Josh Winder, the left center back in his defensive half. Herpa coming forward with some pressure. Winder backward to Fondes, the goalkeeper. Fondes back to Winder on the inside left. Still in the defensive half, drifting backwards. Into the center circle, brother to brother there. Winder to Winder. Here's Elijah. A good turn with the ball off of his chest. Into the attacking half. The far side, Manny Perez. Outside of the box. Looks to put in a cross. Now dribbles in on his left foot. Here comes the cross, and no one making that run. It'll bounce into the arms of a diving goalkeeper, Odell. Lancaster and Matt Soso were the nearest players to it, but neither player made that run to the back post. And that's, that's just the frustrating part because they're not on the same page offensively. Winder has a beautiful turn in the middle to be able to release Perez. Perez cuts it back, and the minute that you see him cut it back, you know he's going to send a ball in. So why they're trying to run out of the box instead of trying to recycle their runs and come back in is beyond me because they have to read the body language of the player. It's just completely off for Lou City. 
He's now out for a throw to Hartford at midfield. Budani takes it. Hartford looking confident after scoring that goal from Martinez. They feel like they've got a winner in them. Can Lou City conjure up a response, conjure up an emotional response as well? This has been favoring Hartford since that goal went in for the visitors. It's in the midfield with them, Andre Lewis. Defended by Paolo Del Piccolo. Backward to Lapert into the center circle. Ariel Martinez, who has not checked out. I don't know where my mind was a moment ago. Into the center circle now, Lewis once again. The near sideline, Dally. Dally defended by Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez holding off Dally does really well to win the ball. Again, a physical defensive presence for the small player, Oscar Jimenez. He uses his small frame well for the second time tonight to win the ball. Two and a half minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Is there a late winner? Manny Perez forward toward Napo Matsoso. Lapert slides over. He beats him to that ball. Matsoso trying to win it back. One challenge, two challenges, and now a foul against Matsoso as Lapert hits the deck. It'll be a free kick here to Hartford in their defensive half on the left just outside of their penalty area. And Matsoso just a little bit too aggressive there. When Lapert is going backwards, Matsoso just needs to continue to push him back and hope for support for his team or wait for the mistake. Instead, he continues to apply too much pressure and pushes too much of him, allowing Lapert to turn. And then when he turns, Matsoso clips him. It's going to be a foul every single time. Just under two minutes to go. This free kick will be taken by the goalkeeper, Odell. Everyone pushing forward for Hartford. And for about the fourth time tonight, Odell, who is jeered by the crowd, has a poor hit from a free kick. Twice he's tried to hit it from the run of play and just overhit his pass. Now a couple times from a goal kick and now a free kick he overhits it. And it's out of play. No one touched it off of his foot. It's a throw to Lou City on the far side. They're right. They work it from right to left. It's now Jimenez in the attacking half. Tries to touch it around Budati. Budati recovers well. Cleared away by Jadama. Picked up in midfield by Josh Winder. A heavy touch off of Winder. Shows it back to Hartford. And then a foul in the midfield as Winder had continued his run forward. Colliding with Budati. And the referee not allowing that advantage to go on because there wasn't an advantage for Hartford. It's a foul against Louisville City and a free kick to Hartford here in their defensive half on the inside right. And now with one minute to go plus stoppage time in this 1-1 game, maybe both teams might be happy to come out with an even score. It certainly, I think, would be fair, a fair result to this point. I agree. I think it would be a fair result to how this game has played out. But... I think both teams looking for the win. Hartford to try to end their season on a high wasn't the season that they wanted. So to be able to go out with the win against the number one team has got to make you feel good going into next season. And Lou City looking to see if they can start some momentum going into the playoffs. I say that as a foul goes against Hartford here to give a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Both teams fouling more in the last five minutes or so. The pace tired, really isn't there. That's a, that's a good point as well. The game was so fast in yeah. that first half. It was such a fast-paced game that now players are tired and they're continuing to try to play at that pace, but they're just a step behind. Things are getting a little bit sloppy, and it's just because of the, the endurance of the athletes. We have moved into stoppage time. Louisville City, though, maybe with a chance. Mushigalusa trying to clip it to Napo Matt so-so. Del Piccolo coming forward to try and win the second ball after it was cleared away, but it goes to Hartford. Purpa heaves it forward. A header from Tosh. We are in stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of three minutes to this game and a 1-1 score between Lou City and Hartford Athletic. A foul here and the referee immediately goes to his pocket and it's Sean Tosh who has gone into the book. A world of beer yellow card for Sean Tosh. The foul committed against Joel Johnson. It'll give 
of a free kick to Hartford, maybe four yards past midfield in their attacking half, the Lucity defensive half on the inside left for Hartford. For Sean Tosh, that now is his... Not sure how many yellow cards he has. I didn't make a note of that in my notes. Go ahead, Casey, with whatever you're going to say. I'll say Tosh was just a little bit late to that, and the ref is already keeping a sharp eye on him after talking with him and saying, no more, this is your last warning. So the minute that he fouls like that again, it's going to be a yellow card. Sixth yellow card of the season for Sean Tosh. The free kick sent long, headed behind by Oscar Jimenez of Lucity. City. So it's a corner kick here for Hartford late in this game. In stoppage time, they've played maybe a minute of it here, the minimum three. It'll come from the near side, the Hartford right. It'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of Luca Purpa. Can they steal a late winner on the road as some of the fans start to head for the exits at Lynn Family Stadium? The game's still very much in the balance, folks. Here it comes from Luca Purpa. The corner to the near post. Flicked on into the six-yard box. High into the air. Still loose. Manny Perez a header. Paulo Do Piccolo a header. Lancaster trying to clear. He'll settle it. He'll play it on the ground to Oscar Jimenez. Jimenez trying to counter. He tried to play it forward to Musha Galusa, but it's intercepted there by Budati and out of play. It'll be a Louisville City throw on the near side there left. Once again, though, Casey, on that corner, they couldn't clear on the first ball it was a dangerous situation well and Fondez comes out to get it and misses it and as a keeper if you go you have to make sure you are 100% going to get the ball because when he comes out he leaves the goal completely wide open and luckily his teammates were able to help him out here comes Lou City Manny Perez in the box Napo Met so so he goes down it's a penalty the referee points to the spot might Louisville City steal it late in stoppage time from 12 yards? Napo Matsoso cut the ball expertly to his left foot, was tripped up and goes down on a ball in from Manny Perez. And the referee, no hesitation about that call whatsoever. It's a foul. It's a penalty to Louisville City. And we've seen Sean Tosh take these all year. But it looks like Cameron Lancaster, he's now healthy. And he has the ball in his hands. It'll be Lancaster's penalty here. One, it was a wonderful play from Napo Matsoso. No question about it that it's a penalty. He receives the ball and he opens up his hips. And with that touch, he takes it open up to the goal. And the defender just leaves his legs sticking out. No question about it. Clearly a penalty. And what an opportunity here for Cameron Lancaster. Lancaster has scored on a penalty once this season one of his two goals you hear the appreciation from the fans they're happy to see their star forward back on the playing field Cameron Lancaster's penalty here's his approach and it's off the post and out or was it in oh my gosh I couldn't even see that he hit it so hard that it ricocheted off the stanchion of the goal and out but it was a goal in fact Cameron Lancaster does score and Louisville City has taken a lead in stoppage time, 2-1. to one. It looks like the boys in purple are going to win it. Lancaster scores from the penalty spot. He hit that it so hard. It fooled me. I thought it so hit the post. So hard that it completely bounced off. So the goal, the bottom of the goal is metal. Yeah. So he hits it so hard that it bounces off of the back I guess not the cross. It's like the crossbar, but it's, it's on, on the, the ground. Bottom, yeah. it's so what, it, it hits off of that. Down, yes, yeah. it hits off of that and then skies out of the goal. So it looks like it doesn't go in the back of the net. But there was no question that that ball was going into the back of the net. And that's exactly what Cameron Lancaster needed coming back from injury, being able to get the goal off of a penalty kick, being able to get potentially the game winner for his team. What a confidence boost for him. That goal 
the third of Cameron Lancaster's season presented by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. It's a free kick here to Louisville City in their defensive half as the smoke billows overhead at Lynn Family Stadium. A goal that looked like an optical illusion to me. But it right now stands as the winner for Louisville City. Cameron Lancaster scoring it from the spot. Marking his first goal since returning from injury late in this season. The free kick taken by Danny Fondes. And the referee immediately blows his whistle to end it. A stoppage time penalty. Drawn by Napo Matsoso and dispatched by Cameron Lancaster. Who has returned from injury. Gives Louisville City a 2-1 victory over Hartford Athletic in the final regular season game. And it pushes the club record point total to 72 for the boys in purple this year. I think a lot of credit, though, needs to be given to Hartford for that performance. First half was definitely not who they were, not their style. They were just trying to lump it long. But to watch them grow throughout the second half and be able to get a goal back into this one, they looked like a solid team moving forward. But Lucity just puts games away. Good teams find a way to win, and that's exactly what happened tonight. Let's step aside. A victorious night for Louisville City, their third consecutive victory to close out the regular season. The playoffs are what is left for the boys in purple. They are three wins away from hoisting their third ever trophy and winning the championship and adding a third star to their jersey. We will step aside. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap to come. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org slash imagine. That's the power of you. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome in to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Game Wrap. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety reminds you to always play it safe behind the wheel. Buckle up and put your phone down. Be safe, Kentucky. Louisville City wins it tonight in their final game of the regular season by a score of two goals to one over Hartford Athletic. And that full-time score is presented by the Gorski Law Office, the official partner of Louisville City FC. Casey Whitfield alongside me, Jeff Milby. And Casey, there are a lot of good things to take from this game. I think some very good things. When Louisville was playing their best, they looked incredible tonight. But not some also not so good things. Hartford came to play, to be fair, and they've been on a, a good run lately. But the last 20 minutes of the game, we were just saying it off air. I think Louisville City may be a bit fortunate, maybe a bit lucky to get that penalty call that Cameron Lancaster took so very well to put it in the back of the net to give them the win. But Louisville City, the last 20 minutes, really Hartford looked the more likely team to score. And they kind of got off the hook here, Louisville City, tonight with a victory. I agree. And I think a lot of it came from the speed of play that that entire game was played. It was a very fast-paced game. And so by the time that Louisville City got to those final 20 minutes, they looked a little tired out there. And so what they need to figure out, and if I were Danny Cruz, what I would focus on in training for the next two weeks is understanding Understanding when you need to push the pace and when you need to speed the game up and then times in the game when you're able to slow it down. You're able to kind of move the ball around a little bit more, possess it a bit, and then uh, at the flip of a coin, kick it into high gear and go fast again. And so it's just finding the balance because I think they were constantly just go, 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 go because it was such a fast-paced game that these players ran a tremendous amount. So by the time they got to the end of the game, they were a little bit tired, a little bit slower to react. And when you're slow to get back into your defensive shape, into your defensive structure, into your position, it's going to open up gaps. And that allowed Hartford to be able to capitalize on those opportunities. Hartford did so much defending that their offensive players were fairly fresh coming that second half. So they were able to kind of push the pace more in the second half. So Danny Cruz just has to figure out how can we play a fast-paced soccer without killing the players. It's one of those things when you really go for it the way they have at each of the last two second halves against Detroit last week where they came from behind and put on an absolute display in the second half, dominated Detroit from start to finish in the final 45. This second half tonight similarly or began similarly where they come out flying. They're really pressing. Hartford couldn't get the ball past midfield for the first 20 minutes of the second half. But the point I'm making, when you do that, when you come out of the locker room and expend that much energy, you have to score that second goal to take a little, have a little gap, have a little distance between you and the opposition. Because when you don't score like Louisville City did tonight, Hartford was able to get one back and looked like the more likely team to score at the end. And Lou City fortunate to get that penalty call to come out with a win. But the point is, if you're going to expend all that effort at the start of the second half, it's a good idea. I like it. But you gotta you got to capitalize and score that second goal. You have to have something to show for that effort. And Loose City put so much going forward. They created so many opportunities. But the finishing was just not there tonight. It, it, I mean, it really wasn't. It was a spectacular finish by Paulo Del Piccolo. I don't want to take anything away yeah. from that goal. But that was really one of the only shots to where I felt 
it had an opportunity to go on the goal. All the other ones were over, right at the keeper, an easy, an easy, easy grab. Easy there save, wasn't yeah. really any. Oh, that was so close. He should have had like there wasn't any of those moments. And so, if you're going to play that fast-paced game. You have to make sure you have something to show for it. Louisville City in the end with 20 shots over the course of the entire game. Seven of those were on target. Lou City with 54% of possession. Hartford with just seven shots, but four of them on target. So you want to talk about simple numbers, simple statistics, simple analysis here. Efficiency of shots to shots on target. 20 shots for Lou City, seven on target. Seven shots for Hartford. But they, they were able to get four of them on target, including their goal. Uh, corner kicks also was an interesting one to watch tonight. Hartford had so many early in the game, but it eventually finishes in favor of Lou City 10-7. And speaking about the second half, Louisville City did have the better of it in the second half as well. Nine shots, three of them on target as compared to three for Hartford, two of which were on target. And Lou City with a 56% possession advantage in the second half. Let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll look around at scores around the league and try and piece together what this playoff picture looks like right now as it stands. Again, Lou City has earned the bye because they earned the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, so they will not play next week. We will try and deduce who their opponent will be in the quarterfinals of the Eastern Conference playoffs coming up on October 29th. When we return, it's the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap. Louisville City victorious tonight by a final score of 2-1, to one, and you're listening in on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. Here are five big reasons to buy a Toyota Highlander. It's built in the USA. It's got room for up to eight. Highlander's the best-selling SUV in its class. Highlander all-wheel drive is one of 15 different all-wheel drive Toyotas. And the number one reason, the great fuel savings. At an EPA-estimated 36 MPG, Highlander Hybrid could save thousands in fuel costs over the next five years versus the average new vehicle. Get details of all offers and fuel savings at buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uoflhealth.org. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. 
Blue City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city. Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com. Welcome back. It is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. Blue City of Victor tonight, 2-1 over Hartford Athletic in the final regular season game for both teams. The playoffs are looming. Blue City has already clinched the number one seed in the East. That means they will not play next weekend in the first round of the playoffs. And the playoffs this year in the USL will reseed after the opening round. So Louisville City, by virtue of winning the number one seed, will play the lowest remaining seed, no matter who that is. So let's imagine that the last seed, the, the seventh seed, the last team to make the playoffs, which is currently Detroit, let's say they win. Louisville City would then play Detroit. So whoever the lowest or highest, if you want to count upward, the highest remaining seed will play Louisville City in that Eastern Conference quarterfinal. So as it stands right now, the matchup's in the first round. It'll be Memphis against Detroit, Tampa Bay against Miami, and Birmingham against Pittsburgh. And Louisville City would play the lowest, the worst team out of that bunch based on regular season performance, the worst team out of that bunch in the quarterfinal. So you're looking at playing Birmingham, Pittsburgh, Miami, or Detroit, potentially, yes. in the next round, which <laughs> I don't know who I'd want to play in between that. I mean, we, we, we've talked about in previous matches how fun the Detroit game is and how exciting from a fa- spectator standpoint, but I don't know which team tactically would line up the best or which team Lucity City has the best opportunity. And that just speaks to the volume of the Eastern Conference and how talented all these pl- teams are. Lucity City has lost this season to Miami, if you remember. That was at Miami on August 27th. That was a one to nothing loss. Uh, every other team in the playoffs that they might face in the quarterfinal, they have not lost to. The only losses this season for Louisville came to Memphis, the Indy 11, Miami, Tampa Bay, the LA Galaxy 2, and Monterey Bay FC in terms of league play for Louisville City. So any any team that they face in that opening round for them in the quarterfinal will be, be a team that they've had success against this season. Might that play to a disadvantage to Louisville City because you can't. it's hard to beat a team three times in the year, you know? It's hard to beat a good team three times, and I feel like... That's where it could be a little bit of a disadvantage because you could come out as like, oh, we've played this team already twice. We've won both times. Feeling a little bit good about yourself, a little cocky there. And then that's when you come out and lay an egg and you just completely blow it. And so I don't think that this team would do that. I don't think that's the characteristics of this team and the leadership on this team I don't think would allow that. But that's got to be something in the back of your mind. Those will be the final standings, barring some kind of crazy comeback by FC Tulsa. There's only one game currently ongoing in Eastern Conference play. Memphis leads Tulsa 2 to nothing uh, at 1-0-K Field in Oklahoma. That's the only game remaining in the Eastern Conference that has not concluded. And that result doesn't really affect Louisville City. So... As we mentioned, the opponent for Louisville City coming up on October 29th will be one of Birmingham, Pittsburgh, Miami, or 
Detroit. And that'll be a game that you will not want to miss. Tickets are available for that. LewCity.com slash playoffs. Kickoff time has not yet been announced for that game, but it will be on October 29th, which is two weeks from tonight on a Saturday. So that'll be one to look forward to. Whenever the kickoff time is, we will have coverage for you beginning 15 minutes before kick here on ESPN Louisville and all of the action live throughout the game. Any final thought on not just this game, but the regular season in total for Louisville City. This puts a cap on the regular season, and again, it is a club record point total. Previously, the 2018 team, 66 points. That was the best Louisville City had done. They best that now by six points, 72 points on the docket for Louisville City this year. I mean, I think overall it was a great season. There, I mean, every season has its ups and downs. But I think this is the most talented Lou City team that we have had, and it showed this year just with the depth, the ability to be able to cycle through players, the, the, uh, the ability to be able to change formations, put different players in different positions, and the level doesn't drop. It was a very fun team to watch play, and I'm excited to watch them in, go into the playoffs because I think the leadership on this team with the captains of Paulo Del Piccolo, Niall McCabe, even though he's not playing. you got players like Brian Ombi, Sean Tosh in the back. The leadership knows what it takes to win championships, and I think that they're going to put this team on the right path, and it's just going to be some really exciting soccer. Louisville City wins it tonight by a final score of 2-1. to one. Paolo Del Piccolo scoring the first goal. He was named the Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match. And Cameron Lancaster scoring the winner from the penalty spot in stoppage time to give Lou City a 2-1 to one victory. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap, which reminds you to always play it safe behind the wheel. Buckle up and put your phone down. Be safe, Kentucky. Crowd of 12,000 on hand here tonight. Maybe a few more might pack in for that playoff game coming up on October 29th. We will have it for you here on ESPN Louisville if you can't make it to Lynn Family Stadium for that game. The playoffs are coming. It's the best time of the year in the USL, and Lou City has the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. For Casey Whitfield, I'm Jeff Milby. Thanks for joining us. We will speak to you in the playoffs on October 29th. Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job, but you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down because by the time I see you, it's too late. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest, loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not... And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LG&E, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team. 
Shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift. Make a difference. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way.